Gifford, if I can tell you. Uh, no? Did <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. You see, I'm the still thing <laughs> cut out as soon as you said that. <laughs> because it's like the, the world knows. How do we do that? I started <laughs> the music. I've started the show already. Uh, <laughs> I got that. Hopefully, I got that. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Sports Goose. Uh, number yeah, yeah, 158, yeah, I think that's what we're on. 158, uh, Dia de Pablo, that's what this one is labeled as today. Uh, yeah, I'm Francisco. Wait, what is the name of this? <laughs> Dia de Pablo. Oh, I just said Dia de Pablo on my damn, we're about to get really Hispanic up in here. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, but yeah, yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm Francisco, joined by uh, Andrew and Charles, and uh, yeah, but Andrew with the uh, live reaction right now to the latest college football playoff rankings. So Miles, let's just get into it. Where, where are we at, Andrew? Let's go. So they just revealed they're up to the top 16. Um, and as I expected, FSU jumped three spots. They're oh. 16 now. Hey, now. Oh, that's good. Um, but for some reason, and again, you gentlemen and anyone who's watched this show at pretty much any point knows hmm. – I am a gigantic UCF fan. Really? I bleed black and gold. <laughs> I've got UCF banner, banners all over my room. I I bleed UCF through and through. All right. Despite the fact that UCF lost to Navy this past week, and Navy, bear in mind, did not complete a single pass. <laughs> they only attempted two, pa- two passes all game one of them was an incompletion and the other the quarterback was sacked before he could even throw the ball they still beat us 17 to 14 and yet somehow UCF is still ranked 22nd how in the world did that happen someone on the committee must be a UCF alumni they're trying to gear you guys. You guys are getting the the Big Twelve bump. You guys are now, you know, Power Five finally. So now you guys get all the all the breaks finally. Maybe that's what it is. You guys, yeah, like a, a that's little, a that's a good a point. Preview, a little preview. Oh, of wait. the benefits of, of no, being... we know what it is. This is the first time we can say anything affiliated with UCF is. Say it with me now. Rigged. Oh yeah, you guys are finally you've you've made it. You, you made it. You, you made, made it. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Playing right? the pop and well, circumstance music. For for what it's worth, <laughs> someone commented on the RCFB Discord committee not punishing you for respecting the troops. <laughs> <laughs> because that that also happened to be our military appreciation game. Oh, okay. <laughs> wholesome, <laughs> commi- wholesome committee, someone else added. Oh. Uh, so... Yeah, again, I mean, if he, if I mean in my in my rank, here's the strange thing though. So, in my RCF, oh, ouch, Tennessee down to ten, five place drop. Well, they're frauds. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I think they're kind of generous if they're even in the top ten. Um. So, what was I saying? 
UCF, military, Navy. Then Tennessee. Whoa. Hey, that's a perfect way of saying hey. Although I will, I will say I know what my question is uh, because I, uh, I oh I remember what I was going to say now. Um, so in my personal poll that I do for RCFB, I have a rough formula of how I weigh teams when they lose. Hmm. Usually, I'll drop a team no more than eight spots if they're lo- if they lose to a bad team that they should have beat. So in this case, maybe it was three and seven, right? What's that? Maybe was three and seven, correct? Correct. They're they're they were three and seven going into that game. Um, I mean, my usual thing is I won't drop a team more than eight spots. Um, apparently, Kirk Herb Street said that Vanderbilt would beat Tennessee. Oh, ouch! Now let me let me uh, let me finish my UCF thought, then I'll get on to that. Um, so, right. So I had UCF at fifteen last week. So an eight place draw from there would be 23, Thank you. Uh, and I pro I would have probably kept them around twenty three or so. Maybe a little bit lower. Um, so, in a way, I'm close to the committee because they have UCF at 22, but they had a two place drop instead of an eight place drop. Hmm. And every other poll, the AP, the coaches, they all dropped UCF by eight spots. They had UCF at 18 and 7, uh, AP and them had a 17, uh, coaches have them at 18. Um, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. You know, the AP has UCF at 25 by virtue of just being one spot higher than the coaches. But two spots? How? I'm Tennessee, Tennessee has their second loss of the year uh, against against a at the time uh, five and three South Carolina team at home, and South Carolina, the cockpit as they call it, um, th- that's a pretty intimidating. That's an underrated atmosphere. It's not Bryant Denny. It's not Alabama, but it's not bad. Um, so, I mean, they got blown the fuck out. I get it. That's a five-spot drop. But how is UCF losing at home to a three and seven Navy only two spots? Once again, the the Big Twelve bump. You guys are getting right. it. exactly. So you know, get used to it now. Get used to you know. You, you, you guys will be blue bloods in like 10 years. You guys will just be like looking yeah. down at at, uh, at FIU when FIU is trying to claim a national championship. Uh, so there you go. All righty. It's, it's time. So, you guys have finally made it. So anyway, so I'll, I'll just go through. The, the hell? You guys still there? I'm here. Huh, I heard this weird beeping 
on my computer. <laughs> self um, They know. They've heard. <laughs> Holy so, crap. Uh, hold, hold on. The, the Buffalo Sabres are winning 3 nothing against the Montreal Canadiens. And there's only 17-47 into, into the first period. Like they, they've scored three goals within like two minutes, two minutes in like in like third. I don't know forty uh, two minutes thirty seconds. I don't know something like that. So I, I, I'm I'm amazed. <laughs> let me let me just go through the rankings really quick as they've been released. How is it? Uh, so twenty five was Louisville. Twenty four was Cincinnati. Twenty three was Texas. Twenty two was UCF. 21 was Oregon State. Uh, 20 is Ole Miss. 19 is Tulane. Tulane is in the driver's seat for getting the New Year's Six bid. Um, 18, UCLA. 17, North Carolina. 16, FSU. 15 is Notre Dame. 14, Utah. 13, Washington. 12, Kansas State. Uh, 11, Penn State, 10, Tennessee, as people are saying. Get it? Tennessee. Mm, okay. Oh, that, that hurt me, and I love puns. Uh, number one of, is Georgia, Trashy. of course. Um, uh, so pro- my guess is nothing's going to change in the... UCF just tweeted, wow, have always admired the work of the C- uh, CFB playoff committee. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, uh, you see, but, things are going You know, crazy. Charles, I, I, I have to begrudgingly agree with you that I think that big, the future of the Big 12 kind of maybe sneaks in there. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, there's a phrase I use often when life's tough to people that God oftentimes pick winners and losers, and you're on the winning side, baby. Congratulations, UCF made it big. I know. Oh, and um, speaking of TCU, who comes in four, the top four didn't change from last week. Um, so I know, Charles, you're a fan of Futurama, yes? Correct. So... Hypnotoads, right? Yes. Uh, they're the horn frogs, but they have embraced the hypnotoad this season. I've seen sure. those. I've seen those on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the see uh, the college football committee cares about one thing and one thing only: markability. So you're going to relate to all those like casual non you know college football fans by going to something about think about. You know, Hermes and Fry just having like the little uh, hypnotone get to them all the time. So it's a smart move. Hmm. Smart move, young generation. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm, you know, I'm flabbergasted. You know, you know what I'm stunned um, about? I'm, I'm stunned. We're, we actually talked about sports to start the show. That's, that's actually, a, <laughs> a, it's, it's been a while since we actually did that. We actually did that. So, yeah, yeah. I've, the Seminoles destroyed the Raging Cajuns. That was fun, right? Now we have. Hey, to have you, you, you. Uh, uh. So echo delay for Andrew. Yeah, the, can you hear us, dude? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Now you said something. I didn't. I didn't hear it though. 
I just hit, I heard hey you and then hey. you disappeared, bud. Yeah. Uh, I I think you lost to a Louisiana team. Like uh, Jacksonville State, I know is Alabama, but I think you lost to a Louisiana, a Louisiana team a few years ago. Maybe I think we did lose like to an FCS school. So at some point, well, that was Jacksonville State. There you go. Like right. a year or two ago. I, maybe I that don't was know. fun. I don't remember. Uh, memories are repressed, and I don't care about college football unless the Seminoles are winning. So there you go. Uh, well, they're winning. Well, yeah, they're winning, and uh, we play the Gators next. The Gators lost to Vanderbilt, so they lost to not even a basketball school. They lost to a baseball school, which is even worse. They lost to the team where the best quarterback in their history was Jay Cutler, just like the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's that's good. Uh, that That's a good one. Hopefully the Seminoles don't, uh, you know, poop the bed uh, this coming Saturday, so that'll be fun. And then, uh, yeah, and they're in Tallahassee, too. So, you know, it makes it uh, uh, yeah, extra special if we could do it at home. And then we'll – we'll. I saw something on Twitter earlier. Like, you know, I, I guess somebody else does their bowl predictions kind of like what Freddie does. Uh, I think he's got the Seminoles playing the, uh, the Longhorns and the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando. Wow. Uh, so that would be fun to see uh, to make sure Texas isn't back. Uh, so there, there you go for that. I mean, that's all I, I don't know. The Canes lost, right? Did they lose again? Yeah, they did. Yeah, but good. If I was by, thir- by 30 points. All right. Yeah, 30 points. That's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was the, that was the thing. We were trying to figure out if Charles' prediction would come true. Yeah. Like, um, I was so pissed off by Ja'Cory Brown just getting that touchdown. It was a Garcia. But, hey, life happens. Um, I just want to go down. This is the, the best time of the year. This is rivalry week. Um, this is when all the big rivalries are played. Um, I'll just go down through the list. Um, so you've got the, uh, Sunshine called, uh, Florida State, uh, Florida, FSU. It's in Tallahassee. FSU opens as nine and a half point favorites. Then you've got a ranked, uh, Rivalry formerly known as the Civil War. It's Oregon, Oregon State taking taking place in Corvallis. That's Oregon State's home. And I just want to mention something ironic. So Oregon is the the baby of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And their rival is Oregon State, who are the Beavers, right? Indeed. Nike is based out of Beaverton. Okay. Get it? Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> okay. Um, now, fun thing is... The, the funny... Or the cool thing is their rivalry trophy is a platypus. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It's, makes sense. The, yeah. I'm going to sound really stupid here, but... Two questions. One, has anybody even really seen a platypus? And two, are they even still around? Or they're, they they're poisonous. Make, make they're in Australia. Oh, there you go. Why they have venom. Australia? That's one of those things where the most hype that you got in the public education education system in Florida, Andrew, I know you were not, you know, in the elementary schools around here, right? Was just like a platypus. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like some kid on crack combined Legos and blocks together. And that's really all you had to associate with. I want to see a platypus now. Anyway. I went off on a weird tangent, but it's just a fun interest of commonality. 
Tell me, like, what? Are, like, um, here's this weird platypus, and like, I have no interest in seeing it, but I want to see it because it's weird. Thought process. Egg Bowl is is coming up as well. Ah, uh, that's gonna be no. fun. Lane Kiffin's I love last the Egg Bowl. Game. <laughs> Lane Kiffin's last game as Dr. Robot Man. allegedly. <laughs> Uh, um, Eggman's a dad now. That's awesome. So uh, let's see other big ones. Uh, this is a longtime rivalry: Notre Dame and USC for the jeweled shillelagh. Mm-hmm. Snore. Um, this is not a traditional rivalry, but this has huge playoff implications or huge near six uh, implications. Tulane and Cincinnati. Whoever wins this game is going to host the American Athletic Conference Championship game. Um, now, if UCF had won last week, they would be playing the winner of this game because UCF has a t- has a tiebreaker on both of them. But no, we had to lose. But anyway, um, Tulane, Cincinnati, there is actually... Uh, I guess there is technically a chance that they could rematch in the conference championship game, but it's unlikely uh, due to tiebreakers. Um, then, of course, you have the big game, uh, Michigan and Ohio State. Huge stakes in this one. Ohio State's number two, Michigan's number three. The winner of this game takes the Big Ten East and is going to face... I don't know who's coming out of the West. But basically, whoever wins this game is probably going into the college football playoffs. So can Jim Harbaugh Uh, actually be good for once? Well, he made it last year, but then got blown the fuck out by Georgia, and I was there for that one. Fraudulent. He's been a fraud his entire time in Michigan. Uh, Then you've got the Apple Cup, uh, which is... Washington and Washington State, where I will be heading in just a few short uh, months. Um, let's see who else. Uh, I've Auburn, got Alabama. Uh, Auburn, Alabama, of course. This is one of those rare years where this really doesn't mean shit. Because mm-hmm. um, usually there's something on the line, but Alabama is out of the playoff picture. It's definitely way out of the playoff picture. Um, so there's really until Lane Kiffin gets nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech, clean old fashioned hate. Um, you got South Carolina, Clemson. Um, Tobacco Road, North Carolina, North uh, NC State. No, no, no. Tobacco Road is uh, Duke. Yeah. Um, uh, Kansas, Kansas State. Uh, UCF, Kansas South Florida. Florida. Yep, uh, UCF, South Florida. That's one before Deion Last Sanders time, takes over. You know, I'll be honest. I, I honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a hater of, of South Florida. But I don't know why he would go there when the uh, when there's the possibility of Colorado. Um, Colorado's already in a P5. There's a chance 
that they'll be going to the Big 12 if the if the Pac-12 collapses. Uh, they get a lot more money in Boulder, um, and that money is going to go a lot further than it does in Tampa. So, I don't know. It's probably because it's considered Colorado. <clears throat> Man knows who gets out of Florida. Yeah, yeah. If he's not into hiking or anything, why would you go there? I mean, I mean in all truth, money wise, Denver, like, but money <laughs> wise, with all the sponsorships and everything that he has made and has, he's from Florida, so yeah. you know he's been in Florida State and all that stuff close enough. Look, he's one of the few players of the past who doesn't have to rely on Extends commercial or whatever kind of Viagra. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah I think Frank he's Thomas, okay. bunch of guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Dion. If you're not in that, and listen, make your money the way you have to make your money. I'm not going to judge you, but if Dion can still just be Dion and knock it out, he'll be okay. Because we all know it's just a taster anyway. Until he gets into like a big school in about six more years. Yeah, and you know, I'll be honest. If I'm if I'm him, I wait till his son graduates. Give take a couple more years to to marinate, um, because there have been so many cautionary tales of a hot shot coach coming to really blow it. Um. You know, Tom Herman, Scott Frost, uh, and at least those guys were in FBS. He would be jumping from from FCS to Group of Five or Power Five even. I mean, I don't know. I, I If I'm him, you know, he's got money. It's, he's, he's not hurting for money. I say take a couple more years, you know, let your kid graduate. You know, people are, I mean, Robin Griffin III thinks, uh, thinks of him as a Heisman candidate, which is never going to happen. Um, and it's nothing against him. It's just FCS teams don't get Heisman candidates anymore. Um, I don't know. That's, that's just my take. Just take a couple more years learn a bit more. I mean, he just took his team 11 and 0, um, which is insanely impressive for, for any team. So, Oh, here we go. Uh, sorry. Michigan, 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 Ohio state will be the first time both teams will meet undefeated since 2006. Um, sorry. I'm watching. Obviously I'm watching the ranking show as we're talking. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, should should Sanders uh, take a couple more years to to learn? I mean, eh, it just depends because in college you never know when you get that opportunity. I feel um, to kind of migrate because isn't he at like an HBCU school or whatever, Jacksonville State or yeah, Jackson State, yeah, yeah, Jackson State. So like you're already, it's like it always feels like you've already hit your ceiling, and you know you're getting the the idea, and then you're getting to that transitionary period, and then. I mean, I, I can't say I follow Colorado as a school, and I'm not going to say that I follow Colorado school to make a statement of it, but with USF, the way they kind of rotate people and firing, if anything, he'll be unemployed within three years anyhow. So I'm sure other opportunities will get there. And a lot of times is when you have, there is no, 
I don't want to say this. Aside from the mainstays of the coaches that are in college ball, there is nobody who is a bigger profile than Dion as a head coach. Herm Edwards can do everything out in Arizona State, and he has you know a credible repertoire as a head coach in the NFL. Dion is a player. Dion is a player who knew how to get paid coming out of college, who had some probably the Dion's best a personality coaches. too. Yeah, personality. He invested his money well. He avoided jail for the most part. He was able to be versatile as not just a corner, but as a return man. That's going to bring people in. You know, players I think do respond to a degree with. Um, coaches who actually had played and aside from the personalities that we're used to of the Sabins, I won't put Lincoln Riley up in that list yet, but the Sabins, even the Lane Kiffins, because he's been around always getting opportunities. And then um, your Brian Kelly's the next guy up would be of interest for people. Wouldn't would it not be, would it not be someone like Dion? Because who's going to be interesting. going to be Mario Cristobal with his fake love and ass of empanadas and Girl everything else. Pasolitos, <laughs> you know, that's not even croquetas. That's lady fingers with uh, you know saison. Okay, I know what you're eating. I know what you're eating. Um, and then like Gus Malzahn's the other guy I was going to mention. Um, Andrew and benefit like personalities, the guys who actually done it, done something, accomplished it, and got consistent players getting there. So if I'm a recruiter, unless it's like I, I think he can easily get like a three or four star recruit. You know, I don't know if he could ever get the five star, but um, I think he's that bigger personality. So he should really just go with where he sees fit and. Mind you, there's also going to be other job opportunities that come up the year anyway, real close, real close to the season. So who's to say it's just going to be Colorado or um, USF? The question is, is what is his price tag? What does he actually want and what kind of leverage and power does he want? Because there's a difference between AD who will give you what you want to speak to you versus the ADs who are really maniacal and power hungry and have to have it really set up. And that's where I think that dynamic comes in differently because when you're a former player and you remember how you're not really, really contract, you, you fight with the coaches on the playing field, but you're always fighting with, or your agents also always fighting with the uh, GMs, right. In regards to your monies, your potentials and other things. So what's that dynamic? How, who does he feel comfortable with? That's just what I would think about. That's a good point. And then kind of, kind of pick it backing off of that. Um, I apologize if I'm rehashing something. I was just uh, on mute for a couple of minutes, uh, signing into the teleconference. Um, oh, that's right. You're the big you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. He had the, he had the um, inside knowledge. The, Sanders is the – he is such an ego guy, in, depending on how you look at it, a good or a bad way. Let's just say he is, He's not the Shannon Sharp. <laughs> And I'm not even trying to attack Shannon, but he's the only guy of all players I hear a lot of, and that's because he's always with Skip. <laughs> he has a he has a very healthy impression of himself. Let's say that. Um, Prime time, baby. Yeah. So, if he does end up going to an SEC school at some point, he I think he would be okay dealing with those with the the book. The boosters are the big problem. Um, you know, if if you're going to be successful in a school with these maniacal boosters like Auburn, mm-hmm. um, what I, if he has he he seems like the kind of guy that would have the cojones to talk to these people and say, look. I'm the coach. I know what I'm doing. 
Shut and the fuck up. Not get screwed I, over like Charlie Strong did in Texas. But I, I, right. I, I, but I, I think that that Dion has enough clouts and enough weights and personality. But I also think he also wouldn't join an SEC or any school like that. I think he's more of political like, reasons. Well, yeah, that, that's he's, he's got some set beliefs that he's trying to well, uh, impart on the next generation and stuff like that. I'll, I'll Which is say why I think right now. Colorado as a yes, a power in the power, whatever power five is is a nice landing spot if he wants to go there because it's kind of like a school that's been a been in the doldrums and he has you know a chance to build that back up, or he can go to USF and try and uh, basically do what he did in Jackson State. And just go start from the bottom with the team from you know people I haven't really heard about or anything like that, or and just be like, okay, let me let me work my magic here. He's he's basically uh, like uh, he he's a builder. He's a builder more than a guy that that pops Bob, in and, and Bob just, the builder. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. But he's a builder that 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 rather starts from scratch instead of uh, just popping in and just taking over when it's easy. You know, playing on easy mode like like Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson always played coaching on easy mode. You know, yeah. compared to like Greg Popovich, who who took over the Spurs from like the beginning and built them up. You know what I mean? Or Larry Brown. Larry Brown's a good one who always pops in and just like, okay, let me fix this up and see what happens. You know, Phil Jackson always played on easy mode. Well, I mean, well, you're there. I don't know why Phil Jackson's catching strays. I've got Phil Jackson on the mind, but he's catching strays right now. Listen, to quote Roman Reigns, when you prepped it for the 12, the 10 comes easy, and that applied to Phil Jackson. So. <laughs> I'll defend Phil on that one. I don't even like Phil. Mm. The Zen Master's an asshole, but you know, damn it, we love it. I would say this too to, to attack the SEC for a second because I love me attacking some Bible Belt racist um, schools and um, states. You looked at how a lot of coaches, as you know, first time or you know, real chances in the big leagues, you know, African American coaches and anybody else that wasn't white and known for so many years got kind of screwed over by the boosters. And that's not a culture I would want to imbibe in either, considering the fact that you're trying to teach young men how to be moral, competitive, but also professional and honest. And sometimes boosters don't have that in them. They make the devil sweat if they're around in hell. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't think I don't see Dion doing that. You can see him Mississippi say I can't. He, he'd rather build his own juggernaut rather than taking mm-hmm. over something else that had already been. You know what I mean? And, and here's another honest truth. You know, the NFL is also segueing to first-time, um, you know, coaches or it's, player yeah, coaches getting in there. So who's to say that that's yeah. who's to say that's not his chance? Mike Vrabel's a former coach. Mike Vrabel he went to do two seasons as a defensive coordinator with Urban Meyer in Ohio State. And then went to do one season as a defensive coordinator for Houston, and then he's a head coach. And he has a pretty damn good record, and people play for him. I could see Dion taking that path more than I can seeing him trying Poppy. to sell out for, for big yeah. SEC money for boosters who don't like him. Yeah. For he might years. just yeah make the jump to the NFL. Yeah. And like I, I couldn't see why not. You, you know, you've got the personality. He, the personality, the coaching, and then you know he's also very – He's well versed in so many different yeah. things because he's also a special teams. Man, feels like he's more renowned for a special teams play than it was for, you know, the defense, which is not necessarily inaccurate. Watch him jump to like a major league franchise. Watch a major league baseball team. Just ask him. Hey, you, you, you remember you play baseball? You want to just just randomly? I bet you could do that too. Because that's what gl- baseball does. You know. So. I'm glad Andrew brought him up because I, I think he's an interesting topic of discussion because I also want to see more <laughs> players actually get opportunity to become head coaches on any spectrum of 
college football because it has such a longevity of certain coaches in position when they shouldn't be. You know, to be fair, I'm not trying to attack Lane Kiffin, but Lane Kiffin just kind of hopped around until he got the contract he wanted. But <laughs> on the Kiffin surface was, of things, yeah, he, he always exits with I, a golden parachute. So on the surface, mm-hmm. on the surface things, he's mediocre covered in gold. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. So I, I think you need. I, I like these kind of things because people want parity in certain sports. I want opportunity. And mm-hmm. when you don't have, and when I say opportunity, I'm not even, I'm not espousing for like a Rooney rule kind of concept that the NFL imposes, which is arbitrary and not even fair because how the hell is Jeff Saturday going to, that's a, a different topic. We're gonna <laughs> that's just Jim Ursley on, on Coke. That, yeah. That's what that is. I, no, I feel like that was a sober decision. That's the scary part. <laughs> but you know, when it comes to coaches and, and the, um, a lot of the stuff about paying dues, I don't like because paying dues hurts the young, bright people, and it, it gives them a, um, a a non-incentive, and it just it disadvantage as well, and they don't have to do it. And it, 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 I like the fact that Dion, I like everything that's happened with Dion. Plus, he really is one of those likable people. I'm sorry, I'm swayed, I'm romanticized. Yeah, so I think Andrew is going to be out now that yeah. he's at the, the teleconference. So yeah. we'll just. I'm I'm still here. I'm waiting for it to start. Okay. Um, but I I if it starts, I'll just you know cut in and say I'll be right back or something. The no, big yeah. show Sagona over here showing how long it is. Like I'm that good. Whereas Charles is in his underwear playing Splatoon and Francisco is just doing whatever. But okay. Yeah, I'm just paying attention to the Sabers, and even though this doesn't really matter because the Sabers suck and the, and the Habs suck, but I'm just kind of intrigued. At the game a little so, bit, a little. That, that, that's how you know you love the sport when you're willing to watch crap play. I, I, yeah, yeah. There was a fight already. Sheesh, it was three nothing after like three minutes in the game, and then the Habs got one. Whatever. I, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird. But uh, and, and the Panthers have just kind of been making me sad lately. Uh, but but not enough yeah. for me to not grab an eighty dollar jersey that was up originally two hundred and fifty dollars. So I love it when team. Let, let's talk about deals as we're waiting for yeah, Francisco's it's, it's deal deals. season. You might as well it's deal season. You know exactly. So so Charles has been on a freaking rampage right now, mercilessly. <laughs> this man with uh with all the calculate. He's just he just it's <laughs> just the matrix right now. You're just seeing numbers at this point. This is this is insane. So I'm actually gonna go on Google. We're gonna find, let's go through. You know what? It's 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 uh you know before Thanksgiving. So we're obviously gonna talk about food at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you know what? We haven't had any criticisms. Like last year was Matthew Judon being like, "Y'all love this too much. We're about to fix him." And yeah. he had this whole appeal of how Matthew Judon is one of my boys now. Yeah. Even exactly. Even sacks. Just you yeah. Know, but then again, Twitter has been kind of shit lately. So so yeah. I, I, it lost its priorities. Yeah. So, anyways, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, we got that, but let's we 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 actually we've never really talked about deals, you know, on this show, like in in depth, right? And we can actually kind of go through the whole playbook right here. So, yeah, I mean, baseball's over. Yeah, football is gonna have the choo choo. So, the choo choo train's coming, kids. I promise you, definitely coming. But that's that's not now. Yeah, I talked about Twitter being shit, but we're gonna go on Twitter right now. Also, follow us on the Twitter, Charles the True, FJOJR, um, Dan Frijole, Sports yeah, Goose. Yeah, yeah. As long as you can, we do not have ulterior social media. Or I really don't. actually, we do. Um, <laughs> we run we, everything. Remember? Yeah, we we are everything individually. We're not. Or I'm not. I don't, yeah. you're like, you have subscribed to Francisco's uh, Twitch stream on his own personal account for video gaming. It's real cool. He's playing Yakuza. Maybe. He just found out that Eggman's a daddy. Yeah. Um, oh, that's awesome. You know, 
Now that 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 oh no, you're gonna cry. <laughs> oh, I'm man. excited just for it's like a after, after playing the Sonic game. That's for sure. That, that's been kind of like the theme. I mean, I'm doing God of War. Yeah. You know, Ragnarok. We did Death Stranding. Yeah. And I still don't want children, so yeah. you know. Uh, so, uh, anyways, uh, I guess Aaron Judge is interviewing with the right. San Francisco let, let, Giants. Let me go to San Francisco. You know what I said? I, I said, you know, I'll keep it PG. F him. I don't care. Get his fraud, fraudulent <laughs> AL MVP. Would I be absolutely steamed if he leaves? Of course. But you didn't do anything in the playoffs. Go to the state where they're gonna hands- they're gonna fire the most handsomest you know baseball manager that will ever exist in this world. Where you're gonna be living in the legacy of Damn. Hunter Pence, and that there's like gonna be San Andreas fault crack lines that are gonna break down. You won't even have a stadium to begin into, so you'll be playing off at some college uh, baseball stadium. By all means, Aaron, I don't want you anyway. Oh, <laughs> we got the man I wanted back. Oh, all right, the Rizzo. Yeah, yeah, Rizzo Jizzles. We'll see what happens. The Yankees supposedly put up another offer. I'm not sure. We'll see if uh, he's gonna it. make us. How it is how the one that's still alive? Yeah, it's how. Yeah, okay. So you know what's gonna happen? We're not gonna take it seriously until he goes to Boston for a visit, and then we're like, we can't have this. And, all right. So yeah. We hear Andrew's conference. Yeah, I hear in the background. Um, Let's talk deals. He can move his, if he can mute his mic, uh, so when he pops onto that. But anyways, all right. So yeah, let's talk deals. We're on Twitter, Charles. You're let's let's go a crash course, right? Char, frugalness, Charlesing one hundred and one. That's what I'm gonna call it, Charlesing one hundred and one. Okay, Charlesing one hundred and one. Yeah, because I yeah. I've been I I've been light, lightly been uh, affected, influenced by, but like I'm finding deals. but my deals are are on a different spectrum. You 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 go after literally brand new video games. Oh, yeah. um, or games that at least released within the last year, oh, the yeah. last the last calendar year, and you're able to get them for pennies on the dollar. Where mm-hmm. I'm I'm mainly just uh, tr- trudging the depths for for retro video games and, uh, and 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 sports apparel for the most part. All right, Charles. So well, how do we do this? Where, where do you go? How how do you hunt so, down these deals? So the first thing that I do is I check what I got in my wallet. And you always have to be a cheapy Charlie. You have to be fiscally responsible. But, you know, I a lot of people always gift me with either gift cards for Best Buy or GameStop. So that already puts me at a disadvantage. If they gave me, like, work gave me a $100 Visa gift card, right. and then your birthday gift, some friends will give me the $25 Visa gift cards. I, I don't hate those out, but I don't use those for everyday activities. Like, you know, I, I buy work shirts. I'm not cheap with my work shirts, but I just wait for those to go on sale. So clothing, apparel, stuff like that, they're really more necessities. And I feel that the, the thrill of the shopping really comes into effect when you're buying stuff that is not a necessity. Yeah, I did not wants, need not your needs. Yeah, I did not need, you know, a game about Sonic for cheap. I did not need Sifu. I did not need um, the Cowabunga collection. I mean, I probably did need the Cowabunga collection to be fair, just to, just to go back at it again without spending $300. So that's the first thing when it comes to some other things, if you're talking about clothing or food, like I just bought, you know, a 10 pound bag of whey protein with, uh, you know, like uh, points and everything, like one thing, like, yeah, okay, it's fine. But everybody's allowed to live their life differently. I have a Publix gift card. So, you know, I'm gonna use that for some free pop subs are on the sale. 
Um, I also have a Barnes and Nobles gift card that I've been sitting on for a bit and I didn't know what to buy with it because Barnes and Nobles, even though I used to work there, so I feel kind of dirty and like revealing the secrets, they overcharge on their hardcovers, but they have the last Ronin Ninja Turtles that's going to be on the same price <laughs> for what I have. So it just makes sense, hand and foot. So the first thing is check your wallet, always check your wallet. Second thing, if you're going on a, and you know, if you knew me a couple years ago before we got big into the streaming, it would also include video games as part of, or not video games, sorry, um, movies as part of this construct but now everything just gets put on there so unless it's a movie that's hardly ever put on to something then yeah, forget Netflix about just it just announced like bullet train a bunch of movies are coming out in December, yeah so it's like, but yeah. if you if you if you want to watch your movies uh and look i i still espouse for blu-rays and dvds being bought why because licensing rights they get coming there but the way we're approaching is pure video games and maybe subscriptions like game pass and all that and psn and all those other fun things. So the first thing you do is, okay, do we have it? The second thing you have to know your publisher. Know your publisher. Is it a AAA publisher? Is it a first party publisher? Is it from Sony and Nintendo? Because when it comes to Sony and Nintendo, that's probably as good as it's gonna get, yeah. whatever you're gonna have. You might get like, if it, yeah. I've seen yeah, like if, the lowest Nintendo will ever go is like maybe 30% off. And it's for like a game that released like five years ago. Yeah, if it's Deep Silver, if it's Ubisoft, if it's, you know, 2K, if it's sports games, anything of that nature, you have to ask yourself the fundamental question. So if it's third or second party developers, double A and, you know, stuff like that, ask yourself this, where will this be six months from now? And that's what I, I, I have ideally thought about with like games like Tiny Tina Wonderlands releases September on sale Walmart for like $25. I'm like, oh, maybe, but where is it going to be six months from now? Can I wait six months from now? Because I can understand it, the, it's the art of the deal, to quote a former president. And I, I, I don't get off any harder knowing I can get a game for cheap on day one or week one. And you knew that was Splatoon. You knew that was Ragnarok. Ragnarok I got for free. Splatoon I got for free. So you have to, part two, culminate how you're going to get your monies. So if you're trading and stuff at GameStop, culminate it build it, develop it, go from there, utilize it. Think of how you're going to utilize it. Best Buy, the the, the great thing about Best Buy, it, it's many needs. Because for me, it's, okay, I know I have gift cards, so I have gift certificates. I have $40 gift certificates chilling right now over there that do expire. And then, of course, thankfully, that got a war snafu that turned out to be a big benefit for me. That's how you're going to go for that. But I can get a new laptop. I can get a new OLED television. I can get a sound bar. You have to know what you're going to buy. So that's part number two. Aside from culminate, number three, assign. Assign what you're going to buy with this. If I'm at GameStop, I ain't buying no computer, right? I'm buying games. I'm buying controllers. Know you're, where you're buying stuff from, too. What is GameStop known for? Usually, you're going to get some buy one, get one freeze, or buy two, get one freeze on used mm. stuff. Yep. That's fine. Best Buy. Oh, you never, man, I wish you, Toys R Us still existed. They used to do that all the time around the holidays. Right? So, you know, you have to culminate, be aware, and you have to develop. And then when the time comes when you're going to purchase some stuff, you have to ask yourself, what is more engrossing? to either get a game that is day one for free or get some mediocre or not mediocre, but games of interest to you that, you know, right now the price is right. So let's just do it as opposed to something else. I always pick, and I'm a big fan of like, shit, this just came out right now. I could say I just got it for free as good as it gets. Why? Because the games that, you know, if you didn't want to buy it immediately when the first time those gift cards post Christmas or birthdays came out or, Hanukkah and everything else in between, then it probably wasn't a game that you needed full, correct? Mm. I knew I needed God of War. God of War was coming out for free. Sonics is the example that we're going to use. I knew I was going to like it. Francisco played it and hyped up Beyond Belief and made me very excited. It was already starting to go on sale. So the first thing I said is, where are we going to go? So the fifth thing, 
investigate. And I investigate everything. And I investigate it by going on Twitter. So we're going to do a sponsored shout out. Follow this person on Twitter, Cheap Ass Gamer. I'm literally scrolling down right now. They have made my life very easy because before I would just have to go and say blackfridaydeals.com every year. And it's fine. You put in that work. You put in that effort. You put in that effort. But you get your information. You get that education. You see where you're building into it. And so I would just make those things. I would see those prices and I saw Sonic. And I'm like, all right, Sonic just came out literally like 12 days ago. Hmm. Would I pay it quickly? Maybe not in the month of December, but it's a fair argument to say that I will play it in January. It's calm, it's relaxing. Know what game you want to play. And then I said, all right, if it's, and then you have to do the math. That's step six, the value. This is a $60 game or $50 game. And what's the price that's coming in now, including tax? Because even though I like digital, you always have to look at resale and you say, what is the purpose of it? And if this is a game of interest, and here we know that prices are cheap now because of what came out, and Sega was probably smart to say, hey, let's just do it on discount now because we're going to jump the prices back up. Because here's the thing they ship out physical units, and they're, you know, it's Walmart and all of them that buy out everything. However, you know, they don't get the full cutback if they're just residing there. Keep There's that in Yakuza mind. Who's a franchise kids. sale right now in Newegg? Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I looked at it. Yeah, oh, I, I had to avoid it. I'm only like six damn. hours in, you know, zero. So you have to figure out the map of what is it worth to you to use this gift card? Because what's the purpose? Because I've been sitting on the same gift cards I've been telling you about for a year and change. And there might be more that's coming. And the thing is, AAA titles are coming in at 70. So you do the math. You do the calculation. I said, Sonic, you know, I got it for 35 because the $29 was for the Switch. But because of the performance and everything, I wanted the PS5. Yeah. There, I ended up going on Amazon. And what I did, ironically, with Amazon is I looked at my bonus points and I converted it. And I understand what you're saying, ladies and gentlemen. Charles, that was $35. I I had a, I give you the math. I have close to like $200 of free stuff all together everywhere. But they're like, you could use that on a trip or everything. Yeah, but I'm not going on a trip anytime soon. So let me just use this now and then say that I got a game for free or near free. And so we applied the logic. We applied the math. And the third or the seventh thing you have to do, aside from investigate, what you have to do, you have to dictate. So I brought out for two hours on Sunday. I got out the ruler legal pad. I got out a nice shiny pen. I took out all the cards. I verified how much I had on what, and then I did assignments. Listing out the big stores, Target, Walmart, GameStop, Amazon. Amazon's kind of tough sometimes because you get like the, the third-party seller stuff. Mm. But then Best Buy, all that, and then you assign the games, and you say, all right, what's the cost? Are they sold out or not sold out? Am I getting this cheaper? What's the tax on this? How am I going to go from there? Do they accept partial payments? Amazon's kind of a pain in the ass to do partial payments. So it's like, ah, oh, I can add in something. Yeah. Go on every every single account. one of the and so, games is like 5 and $6, except for Like a Dragon, which is like $21, it's, but it's, still, damn. Oh, yeah. no, no, I got it. And which I, I got I for free. To, I have to hold off. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> yeah, and there are, five is apparently a long game too. So, but you know, the thing is these games are commonly on sale. Yeah. So the the eighth and final thing to do is once you have dictated and, you know, allocated everything, start purchasing. Because if you don't start purchasing, if you start feeling that regret that, oh, you're like, oh, I don't know, I just spent it, do I need more now? You know, you're, you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to stop yourself. And then the ninth secret tip always treat yourself as something a little out of the ordinary for your video gaming for charles i was able to get the cowabunga collection on the switch mm. which makes perfect sense because i'm gonna pr- pick that up tomorrow when i come out from court um pick it up from gamestop i got that for free i got sifu for free which i've been looking at it's a um one of those kind of light roguelite you know martial arts kung fu games where if you die you get older as you play um s-i-f-u um it looks really cool, man. It's like nine hours of gameplay. I've been eyeing it, and it's like twenty five bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'll get it free. Think, PSN had it for digital for twenty eight, but I'm like, I want to trade in. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. Um, and then I picked I up that on my. Uh, I'll, I'll look up my my freaking massive. Backlog. It, literally, 
See if I actually yeah, it literally came out not too long ago, so it shouldn't be freebies. But if it is, good for you. I, I've been eyeing it. I think it's cool. Okay. And I picked no, up Sonic Frontiers. Probably by next year, I'll get it. <laughs> All right, cool. So I picked up. Yeah, I picked up Sonic for um, two twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I use the thirty five dollars plus you have to pay tax. So that just came right. out. So and then here's the other ten point that you have to ask PC. I can't advise you on because there's so much free stuff. I'm I I could be patient like a motherfucker. But the concept with the PlayStation and the Switch is that buy them and then resell them because if I pay 30, I have literally had with my Switch games where I pay like 30, 15 or $20 and I can yeah. get the trade back this is not the, and still the, get about 15 or $20. From, from the other side, I, I'm, this is not the collector's mentality. Like if you're like me who collects no. video games uh, and, and is more of like- But we're uh, not there for it anymore. Yeah, but you, you are- I, I used to be. I used yeah. to be there for the sentimentality. Right. Whereas you I don't know why which... I don't do the collections anymore, Francisco. Yeah. Because wow. we are in an age of technology where I can revisit back those gameplay moments. Because I know I'm not going to replay those games for the most part unless they do a full remaster because I become a snob with technology. So I can, on my PSN or my PlayStation 5, I can take screenshots. Like I've been doing for a lot of God of War yeah. stuff. I can, I don't know why I don't stream, yeah, but it's because I, I think that would just be too much pressure. I, I can watch like the video stuff of the gameplays, the Switch, I could do the same thing. And if I ever had an Xbox, which I, I'm not gonna lie, I was super tempted. I did not need any kind of the Xboxes. Yeah. But the fact that I was like, I can get this for $200. Yeah. Even, just like, I was the, even like, yeah, even like the you, S just to have it, you know, just as a side thing. Yeah, I, and I could sell myself on some ideas, but that was, I was like, that was a no-no. But I can mm-hmm. revisit those. If I want to see the story, I could just go on the clip. I might not have the gameplay moments, and I can arguably understand that. But here's the problem. As the generations proceed, the stuff that we thought that had fantastic gameplay is going to pale in comparison because they're not, you know, 120 FPS. They're not 60 FPS. They're not full 4K ready. Or they get remastered 5,000 times the way that um, Last of Us did. And let me tell something to The Last of Us people. If you want to buy that game for the PS5, go ahead. Do not let people tell you, because I'm, I'm replying to the YouTube video that you sent me. <laughs> Do not time. let people tell you <laughs> yeah, that you you don't have to replay it when they replay the same you know, Legend of Zelda and Mario games. However, understand this is that I have, replay, I have played it on the PS3 when it came out all those years ago, eight years ago, and I replayed it before Last of Us 2. I probably wouldn't have to for number one. And number two has already been so high developed, even though they don't have a PS5 version of it, it's already in 4K rendering that's like unnecessary. Um, that game's really good. I don't care what anyone says. But you know, you have to, and, and the rule number 10 is you have to just treat yourself to a certain surprise. So I might do a surprise game purchase tomorrow when I go to um, GameStop to pick up Cowabunga Collection. I'm like, oh, oh, okay there. Because it gives, like, I might contemplate buying Demon Souls, and I know that's not my cup of tea. But for twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know that old meme or that joke is like, yeah, you know, I don't, you know, I don't select it, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. That's how I feel in the reverse for games. Oh, because I played Returnal, so you can't tell me I don't know what it's like to to be hurt on a video game. My buddy, I'm trying to convince him to buy it, and he's like, ah, oh, it's not my thing, man. I was like, listen, you know, after the first seven inches, it doesn't hurt anymore. That's <laughs> all I'm telling you, because Returnal still haunts me. Like God of War, I'm not even fully fifty percent in yet. But, you know, it, it, Returnal still at the moment is still game of the year because I'm still talking about it 11 months later. But that's how I formulate the deals. And I look at it and I, I, I do the strategy. It is a step plan. It's almost like I'm preparing for court. I'm seeing what resources I have available. I'm seeing what I could do. I'm seeing what's the best options. I'm writing it down, making a list. I'm checking it twice. The other thing I would tell everybody, we are so close to Christmas, what's going to be the Christmas time sales, right? Mm-hmm. You know, now, mind you, if all you're given is high-end Visa stuff, um, 
okay, then I get you and I respect you and I understand that you might have to switch it up a little bit because a Visa gift cards, it gives so much difference. But this is strictly about the gaming. It doesn't really apply to our PC people, but if you're stuck with a Switch, if you're stuck with an Xbox, if you're stuck with PS, just remember, ask yourself, where would this be five, six months from now? Clothing is kind of tough because we get things in season fashion. Then Macy's and all of them are not going to relent anyway. Um, that's where I usually get my clothing. And then I figure, like, what, what wouldn't you like? You buy the jersey and stuff like that. And I always find that you just buy the jerseys and the hat memorabilia after season. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, literally, after the Super Bowl and everything well, happens, you're like, you could just buy yourself there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, because like, you, you, you have to remember with like sports memorabilia is that, I mean, some of it, it, it's such cheaply made material, but they, they, they definitely overprice everything. Like it's it's all supremely overpriced, yeah. and I've stopped for the most part uh, buying things when they come out uh, because at the end of the day I don't really need another Marlins hat, right? I don't really need another yeah. Panthers hat or anything like that. When it comes out with the brand new stuff, I can wait, wait things. For, they they do go on sale as soon as like the season's over. They start plummeting prices, and and all of them are. Uh, all the stuff, all the sports memorabilia stuff for the NHL, NFL, NBA, and MLB are now controlled by like fanatics. It's just one company, basically one monopoly, essentially at this point. Uh, and they have, they they always have when you go on their website. And Lids is the same company, by the way. If anybody's, oh, Lids, Lids, and mm-hmm. and uh, whatever, they, they, they're, they're, they're all the same company. So uh, if you uh, you go, they're always having oh, t- because this the stuff is so cheaply made. Uh, and they can literally just have things marked down just to get you in, right? So, oh, this buy this, get one free, buy. They always have free shipping. They always have 25% off. They always have deals with that. But I, I honestly wait for the seasons to be over and for that stuff to go down. Like all-star game stuff is obvious. That's easy for you to, to, to get rid of. Uh, because if you don't get it at that point, then you'll have people who will buy up all the other stuff, all the other stock. Eventually, that becomes retro, and then they overprice it uh, on eBay. So if you're looking for a certain jersey and it's been sold out, then because mm, I was looking, because uh, I, I looked at uh, uh, lately unclaimedbaggage.com. You can go on Goodwill as well. They got sports stuff too there. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, weirdly enough, Goodwill's weird. <laughs> Because every single, th- I don't know. This is like I like how that's how you prefer. <laughs> Goodwill is weird with this. Goodwill is weird. Every, every single, every single like jersey that I've seen on there is always, for whatever reason, an XL or an XXL size or more. I don't know what that says about America or Goodwill. I have no idea. You guys figure that out. But I it just seems seen, to be the I have trend. I've never seen a jersey that's in. But I have never seen a jersey that's in my size. So, well, there's like, probably I, I wear like a medium. Yeah, well, that's I, I, concerning. Anyway, even when I, just, when I go to rent, like, I want to be cool and wear my Derrick Henry jersey, hmm. but I can't because they don't make it medium. And when they I try something that's close to it, I just basically feel like a boy wearing his father's clothing. All right. You know, so, and granted, he is my daddy. So, so it's okay. So, so I don't know what for whatever reason I, I I found like a Marlins jersey a retro Marlins jersey on um on Goodwill I was like oh crap this and it's like you know starting bid at twenty two bucks I'm like shit man if I can get this for like thirty hell yeah but it's it's size fifty four which is an XXL I I I looked at the measurements because I I initially bid on it and luckily somebody outbid me already 
because I, I just like, what exactly does size 54 mean? I looked at it, I went, oh my God, this is a blanket. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. Uh, so, um, yeah, so here's a fair question. Is it weird to buy clothing that other people presumably wore? Nah. Nah, that's right. I mean, for the memorabilia purpose. No, no, that's yeah, I get it. Yeah, I mean, shit, man. There's all kinds of places. But if I buy a hat, I'm gonna wear a hat. There's all kinds of places that sell retro and retro sports wear is now in. Um, I was in Wynwood, not I mean, a couple years back or something like that, and like there's there's a guy that uh, that they smell the cigarette smoke off you from here. (laughs) They just literally sell. Uh, retro sports uh, t-shirts and jerseys and stuff like that that are used that are, new, that are used not not new or anything like that so uh, but it's i mean you look for that and you see i'm a person who wears apparel mm-hmm. that's that's the problem i'm because i'll just wear all my wrestling shirts at the oh shit oh man no i just realized something what i did not look at the wwe shop for shirts oh oh, oh no oh boy what have we done here stuff's on sale it's it's for the free shipping. WWE shops shipping is ridiculously overpriced. Mm. The only reason why I had to buy the We the One shirt for me and Derek was because of the fact that I knew for a fact it would not be there come Black Friday. Mm. The last shirt that I had got that was not there was the Needle Mover, and then I haven't bought a Black Friday stuff because you got to remember Black Friday. That's when I bought the title belts. I don't need any more title belts. In fact, my ego can always use a little bit of deflating. But I legitimately spent. Not once, but twice, three hundred dollars on two championship belts that are just hanging in my room somewhere in hiding. Um, God, that's gonna be fantastic. But um, oh, I didn't look into it because I don't need right now. I don't need a lot of workout shirts because I, I work out. I don't go to Publix with it and everything because God knows I don't need a client who's me for the help to see me in a like you know. Go ahead, this is my AJ Styles shirt. It says you know never rest, never rust. <laughs> Sorry, but it's like pro- perfect for my. My gym work, of course. I would love you gotta wear ones at the gym that says needle mover or why it's gym and no one's understanding it or all this other weird stuff. But let me ask you this, because this allows me to go down. If you are to target purchasing, what is it that you want to buy? Like one of my buddies, he's big into um the same guy I'm trying to get to play Returnal. He's very big into Legos and he loves it. I don't have the patience for Legos. I don't have the patience for anything in life, to be honest with you, not even for myself. But um you know, but that's what he looks to. I've been sending him some deals. So what is it? What other weird stuff that you like to buy, good sir? Because you have a PC and you have the Switch. So yeah, you already know you're going to get Yeah, like, my gaming stuff is... Yeah, then, I don't even buy anything on my PC. Like, like Yakuza is like probably like the third game you I don't have to. bought on my PC. So everything else is basically free. Which is... Honestly, that's the, literally the, the, free the thing with the PC game. gaming is just buy the damn PC and you're good to go. Yes, the PC is going to... Yeah. It'll set you back a bit, but you're easily going to make that up in free video games. So that's... That, that's fine honestly by me. if i bought one i just go the bells and whistles at 2k and leave it there and i would just yeah. convert I got mine Ramona. cheap man i got mine cheap on Amazon HDMI cable. Thing. so like i i mean i could I and i've been looking at like you... graphics cards at this point uh because i might want to upgrade in the next couple years or something like that they're just for you know just for the fun it might just need to be it just might have to be a monitor though if yeah you, if you just get the high-end 4k no, well monitor, I, like i'd like to uh, you know the vr stuff i i, I might want to actually dip into that at some point within the next two years i just need something to improve with it just, i i need like a killer app game for it just be like okay let me i'm gonna find hey guys in. so hey andrew so we're, we're over here talking about shopping and, and and deals and all kinds of stuff i mean at this point uh as far as like things outside of that i don't like i'm not buying knickknacks anymore like for you know like figures or 
or video game. But you're not getting the Sonic Advent calendar that century? No, or the giant Sonic the Hedgehog head that I could literally just have in my room just to have it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really want that anymore because uh, yeah. I. I'm pressed for space at this point because remember I was looking at stuff because I was thinking of actually buying a home. But now yeah. that I still don't have a home that uh, that I can stick my stuff in, then for the most part uh, I'm avoiding that uh, at this point. Yeah, sports apparel, just you know, uh, you know, clothes and stuff like that. Uh, but the sports stuff, I'm just I'm also I'm like that Panthers jersey is like the first jersey I bought in a couple years. And eighty uh, bucks is a fair price. Yeah, and the last jersey I got. Think was a gift for Christmas, and I think it was the the Heat uh, Vice jersey, the Wade Vice jersey. So, so it was that. Um, this Panthers one's gonna be sick. I love. I'm, I can't wait for that to come in. Uh, and I've actually, for the most part, I've I've temp- tempered my stuff with the hat buying. Uh, yeah, that's which, surprising. Yeah, exactly. That that's probably that's it's one of the first uh, one of the first uh, signs that my therapy is actually working. So. <laughs> that's that's probably that's probably one of the things that you can tell so uh yeah uh, the last hat that i purchased uh that's that wasn't a gift or anything like that i believe is the the miami sugar kings one from last year so that's probably uh yeah that's that's the last one that i i legitimately didn't buy and i bought like dad hats um you know the, the beat up hats that yes. but that's just mostly to to you know wear my car and, and to work out in because uh, yeah, I, I wear hats to to work out or, or to go to the park to uh, so i can skate and just, just absorb my sweat so uh yeah and aside from that i mean heck buy me if if uh, uh buy me knickknacks for like cooking and stuff because i need to get back into that that's what I. Well, that's what I, I looked into that uh, the dinosaur taco holder. <laughs> yeah, I already have one. I would try some okay. tops. <laughs> I'm very okay. I'm very glad I didn't buy that for you. Then. No, my it sister had it. My my sister had it. She's like, "Do you want this?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I do." <laughs> yeah, I got a triceratops, so I'm good. There you go. I'm good with triceratops. Andrew, to close out the show, or not the show, but to close out the program, we're at an hour and two minutes. As we get to be real people. Do you scout for Black Friday? It's not even just Black Friday. We'll call it holiday season because uh, holiday season shopping because there's so much more longevity-wise. But is there anything that you always focus on, whether it be apparel, knickknacks, you, you don't game as heavy because, you know, you're not loved enough. You're not loved enough for the video gaming. It's okay. I get you. You don't know the love of Mario. You don't know love, but he'll, he'll teach you his love. Um, and other stuff. What, what is your eyeing of things? I usually do not buy stuff on Black Friday. Hmm. Um, I, I really don't. Um, I mean, then again, I rarely buy the sorts of things that would come available on Black Friday. Fair. Like, I. That's what I mean. It's like if if I was going to buy a TV. I would wait until Black Friday, yes, or I would wait for another holiday. Technically, football season, you know, Super Bowl is when they're at the cheapest. Right. So it's that's what I mean. It's I I don't generally buy that kind of stuff, so I don't usually look forward to Black Friday for that purpose. I mean, that at the same time, though, let me just say this though. Thank God that more places have started doing their Black Friday stuff online. Thankfully, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Because that was yeah. that was another thing that um, that turned me off to Black Friday is I I generally have a preference for not getting trampled and dying. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure that's how you guys feel, but that's, oh, I have just. I haven't done doorbusters since 2009 or 10 when I had to get my ex-girlfriend a printer as she had to go to Best Buy to hold my PS3, and I absolutely said never again. There's some things you you have to let some people in the Titanic sink, man, and doorbusters is not it. So yeah, it's I, it's that's kind of my main reason. I mean, yeah. So I mean, when I opt to buy a new TV or when I opt to and the other thing is the other thing is I mean it also has to be because you know if a TV breaks or something you're not going to wait six months to get a new TV just because it's Black Friday I I don't know. So it, I guess the, the general answer is I really don't do Black Friday, but if I Any did, it would, shopping. correct. That's fair. I will tell you this though, money as those paychecks come in changes your mind. Because I think that's what caused me to be crazy. Unless you get some gift cards, and you know, re-listen to the show, Andrew, when you were gone, so you can get my nine steps. I could be like Dave Ramsey selling a dream to people who are only having nightmares. Um, that's all I got for that one on my sales. Yeah. All righty. All right. Well, we're at an hour and five minutes, so I guess this is a good time as any to do a word from our non-sponsors, uh, people, and places, and things, and concepts, what have you that we've been enjoying over the. The last week, so uh, I'm going to put out my Sonic voice because <laughs> even though I thought he got a new voice actor, it's actually the same voice actor, except he's done his voice a little deeper this time. I don't know. I guess it's a change for the new TV show. I have no idea what's going on. But either way, uh, I'm already jumping into it because it's Sonic Frontiers, right? This is mm-hmm. no secret. This is not... Uh, <laughs> Not not a, not a surprise for anybody that's been following my my channel or anything like that. It's at Sonic Frontiers, uh, Sega's latest endeavor for the Hedgehog, and it's 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 good. It's it's good. I I I it was I, I was I felt moved while playing this game. I felt moved playing this this game. It's been uh, it's been rough going for the Hedgehog uh, throughout uh, his his lifetime and. And as a Sonic fan since day one, you know it's 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 been tough seeing my my my, bo- my blue boy uh, going through all these hard times. So uh, seeing him finally in the good times, where people actually respect Sonic for once, with uh, the movies and the comic books, and now the video games are finally up to snuff. It's it's been a long time coming, guys. I'm I'm happy. Sonic Frontiers open. Open world, uh, for the most part, but they treat open world kind of like, uh, like how you know, like Metal Gear Solid t- treated open world. You have two different ones, but here they had like five different ones uh, that are that are out there. So it's uh, they're they're big enough for you to to mess around in. It's basically just a giant obstacle course, uh, which is cool. Cool. They they 
comparison to Tony Hawk, like having a big giant skate park, which I guess I could see, but uh, if it's and they have actual levels, they're structured kind of like Sonic Forces, uh, where they're they're not that long, they're pretty bite sized for the most part. I think there's maybe I don't know, I think there's like 15 or so of those levels, so 15 to 20. I, I, didn't, I didn't count. Uh, when you beat the game, you get an arcade mode. And you can just play the levels and not play the open world. So that's that's cool. But uh, a lot of the levels are inspired by old levels from the past Sonic games, including uh, Sonic Adventure 2. I think there was some for Sonic Forces and Sonic Colors. Uh, I, I have to look at a list to recognize which ones were which. Uh, but I, I, I distinctly remember the Sonic Adventure 2 ones because uh, those are ingrained into my brain at this point. And yeah, yeah, you uh, you're, you you collect the Chaos Emeralds, and you have to fight these Titans, who are the bosses in this game. And and yeah, and Doctor Eggman's a dad, so I'm I'm gonna uh, I don't know if that's a spoiler because it's it, pretty early on you start getting that vibe already for him. Well, it's already been said, so so anyways. <laughs> We'll accept it all the same. Yeah. It is the most inconsequential spoiler. Exactly, exactly. It's 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 there. Believe me, and you're only you told gonna, me it. And the, I don't, I'm the, not discouraged from playing the game. Yeah, it's the okay. world is only better. You're only going to want to play this more to find out find out how that dynamic works, right? Yeah, I didn't put it. I did not put the social media on mute right. like I did with a certain yeah. you know. Well, it's game. like Mario Sunshine. We we kind of like Bowser Jr. All right, dad, Bowser's a dad, so you know there you go. Uh, anyways. So, uh, what was it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's just good. It's just fun. It's it's great. It's 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 for the most part well polished. There's some there's there's some glitches, yes, and stuff like that. But it's nothing like what's going on with Pokemon right now. So, which has discouraged me from buying that game, uh, which is sad to say. I was actually looking forward to it, but now, whatever. I got enough games. Sonic Sonic did the trick. Eighteen and a half hours for me to get through. For the most part, uh, the entire story, there's no secret endings uh, or anything like that in this. There's no 100%ing it to get a true ending or anything like that. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, they, I think they said they're going to have DLC maybe, but I don't know if that's just... Because they do have like alternate costumes that you can wear uh, for like Monster Hunter and then that Sonic Adventure 2 shoes. But, but I don't know what they would do for DLC. I would hope it'd be like to play as other characters. Uh, whatever. Uh, or maybe, uh, or, or possibly a, a storyline to kind of add to what happened in the post credit scenes. So, uh, aside from that, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about this, man. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, go, go get it, go get, go get it. If you're a Sonic fan, you definitely already have it. And if you're not, then you know, be like Charles, use those deals, get yourself. If, anyways, if, if you wait, if you wait. Thirty dollars, you're gonna be happy with this. At thirty dollars, you, you, it's a good. That's a good threshold. Don't worry. Maybe at forty dollars, I think you'd still get a lot of enjoyment out of this. So uh, promo code, um, uh, Daddy Eggman. Yeah, Daddy Eggman. Yeah, no, but I, I, I almost, I, I almost cried at the end. <laughs> Okay. You're going to want to hug your dad after this. Another one of those dad games, everybody. You're going to want to hug your dad after this one. So, uh, yeah. I, I guess I'll go because uh, it kind of latches on to you. Because I already gave that person a shout-out anyway, but this will be, I think, my first time actually like advocating in person. So, Cheap-Ass Gamer, we talked about it. Yeah. I, I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know what propelled me to follow him. 
I think it was just something that I saw on Twitter. And when I, if you ever saw my Twitter access, it's literally wrestling, wrestling, sports, us, and cheap ass gamer, you know, and I, I, that's where I got my Black Friday deals. That's where I go for my everyday deals. It's not Black Friday. I bombard these two gentlemen literally with wrestling gifts, videos, <laughs> funny statements, and then stuff on sale. And that's a 24-7. We don't stop the clock, kids, because wrestling's always eternal and deals are always eternal. So he has, or she has, or the whole organization has um, entire you know, other social media websites, follow them on that Twitter to find out what those other ones are in case Twitter is calm down. Too. I'll have to try to find it as well. But also they do some retweets and giveaways. Yeah, but they've been an asset. So. They, yeah, they've been an asset for me to not really kind of go game diving on my own because believe it or not, I don't wake up, you know, drink a pot of coffee, smoke a cigarette outside and go say, I need to save some money and buy games. No, it just happens to be upon compulsion. And it's usually because we find something that's referred to us. So it helps me out when I just know that weird stuff's on sale. Oh, you know, that's 20 bucks. Maybe I'll go order and go from there. It's been like that throughout the years. It was one of the reasons why I got like Uncharted Lost Legacy for like $8. Because one day came up like, oh, you know, I forgot they made that. Um, Eight bucks. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, Let you know on DLC. Highly recommendable. It just kind of makes a more central hub of purchasing and has been kind of a boon for black friday because even though i did this big work ethic of like compiling my own list and assorting out where i'm going to spend my stuff on it's just good to know what's possibly on sale and the deals were out there earlier and it, it, it allows me to be the laziest adult i could possibly be and let me tell you the older you get the lazy you want to be for certain things. I do not have that hustle or drive for excitement and for shopping. And a lot of my purchases have either really just been um, online. I just have to go there. But it's been an asset, cheap-ass gamer. Follow them on the Twitter. CAG is usually what they're commonly known as. Um, saves me a lot of cash. Love it, love it, love it. You know, in that sense, just because it's better than my friends. Because when you have friends, they send you the games they want you to buy. It's true. I do the same thing. But when you have someone who's a neutral party that just probably gets whatever rewards and benefits and just wants to spread the wealth of, hey, here's a good deal, that's what Cheap Ass Gamer is for. And I am, gentlemen, the pure definition of Cheap Ass Gamer. If we're playing Pictionary and that word comes up, you draw my face. Okay? So Cheap Ass Gamer, that's my non-sponsor. Follow him on every social media account. Thank you if you hear us for saving me money throughout the years. Promo code um, Charles Zing. Charles what, what was the phrase that yeah, you said? Charles is Charles 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 Promo code Charles yeah. I don't know how to say my own name. Okay. <laughs> Can say my last name. It's the year of the Charles, name. too. Come on now. All right. My turn, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't. I need to start keeping a list of, although honestly, I don't want to go back to many episodes, but I, I should keep a list of who I've non sponsored. Um, but I'm gonna go with NCAA 06. <laughs> I don't think you've not. Is this because of the announcement that they delayed the other game? Yeah, in part. Um, so news came out today that they're finally announcing the release date for the new uh, so it's not NCAA football anymore, it's college football. It's going to be released next year. Well, no, it's going to be released 2024. 2024. Um, which technically they never released 
a release date, but a lot of people were expecting it to be this coming year, 2023. But no, it's going to be 2024. Um, so it got me nostalgic about NCAA football games. Now, I've covered uh, CFB Revamped, which is a mod of the last game, NCAA Football 14. But I wanted to go back a bit and discuss probably the most complete NCAA football game. And that is NCAA Football 06. Uh, with Desmond Howard on the cover. It was the first time, really, that a, a cover athlete for the game was, like, long retired. Usually they choose, like, the best person that came out uh, that was graduated that year because of licensing issues. Um, so, and it's incredible how far games have sports games have devolved since the mid 2000s so this game which i'm currently playing on my xbox i'm playing it as we're as we're doing the show um it has all of the fbs teams at the time all of the fcs teams at the time although actually they were division 1a and division 1aa but i'm nitpicking a bit um, so you had, instead of NCAA football 14, which had 120 some teams, you had probably well over 200 teams. Plus you had these all time teams. So you had the 93 Seminoles, the 99 Seminoles, you had the 98 volunteers, you had the 97 Cornhuskers, you had the 04 uh, USC Trojans, um, and all these teams. Then you have the ability to create a team in the game, which you don't have in NCAA 14. You had, well, had, because they, don't, they turned off this feature several years ago. You would have to make your team online on a special team builder website and then transferred over to your console via the internet. Um, so you had, admittedly, it was very rudimentary by today's standard. Their standards, it was very in-depth uh, by 2005 standards. You had create a team. You naturally had create a player. You also had create a fan. And you had create a side. So you could create basically anything and everything to your heart's content. Um, you had the ability to choose your school's fight song in the game. Um, it, you had the mascots, of course. Um, it... it but then you have the Heisman mode, which was great. You had the ability to do these uh, drills outside of the game, which were great. Um, the animations are so much more fluid than in the latter games, the 14 and 13. Um, 
I mean, I just can't say enough about it. And it's it's universally revered as kind of the high point of the NCAA series. Um, it's just so good. Um, I, I, I played it a long time ago. Um, I borrowed a copy or I, I rented a copy. Remember when you had to rent games, physical copies of games? That's the reason Remember why that? I'm so cheap now. Yeah, that's why I was saying the game uh, is still alive. What? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it's funny. I saw a tweet on Twitter um, that was talking about that said something to the effect of what is something you could say that a kid of today wouldn't have no idea about? So I came up with like, can you roll up the windows? Uh you know, can we rent that movie or whatever? I came up with some other stuff. But the concept of renting a game in person from a video store, I mean, Gamefly was revolutionary at the time. You know, that was the beginning of the Redbox, uh, uh, like Zero. Um, but, you know, I rented this game from, I'm going to assume Blockbuster. Um but they're used to, for the little children out there that are watching this, maybe, there used to be these stores that we go to in person where you could rent videos. They came in VHS, or they came in VHS, or later on, DVDs. VHSs were these tape things. I'll stop that. But it's, it's sad when I hear kids, and I, I do hear people saying, What's a VHS? What's a, v, a v, VCR? My heart hurts a bit. Um, oh, and the other one I said was, let's chat on AIM. Uh, feeling my age right now. Um, although I also used Yahoo Messenger. Remember that? Yep. Anyway. Um, so I played this game... And, you know, talk about a blast from the past. So when I got this game, I, had, I I bought it over the in the pandemic because I was feeling the nostalgia. Um, but I had forgotten that I had played a long, long, long time ago. So when I pull and when I pull up the the game, I see that I have a save file from 2008. <laughs> that's, a, and, that's awesome. And I'm like, holy shit. Wow. So I looked into it. I looked into that profile. And I looked at, I looked at it, and it said that my favorite team was FSU. Huh. And that is true, Francisco. <laughs> that is very true. Because before I went to UCF, my favorite school was Florida State. That was my dream school was Florida State because my family used to live in Tallahassee. They lived there in the 80s. They went to Florida State games a lot. I watched the 98 Fiesta Bowl uh, with my family, which was against Tennessee. I, you know, I had to do a project on in in sixth grade sixth grade maybe it was eighth eighth grade english um about your favorite school or about a college 
you know, a lot of people chose like Harvard and things. I went with Florida State. You know, when I played uh, NCAA baseball 06, my player went to FSU. Mm. You know, FSU was my school for the longest time. And I still feel some love for FSU. I mean, not as much as UCF you, but, you know, they're my, my third team. Uh, so it was... It was kind of like, um, so seeing that was kind of like seeing like a ghost time in a racing game that you set all those years ago. So it was, it was like a huge flashback. Like, wow. How much, so much has changed um, since then. So, I mean, aside from the fact that it's just a fantastic game, and I, if you're a college football fan, I know it's for the Xbox and the PlayStation 2. I know it's old, although someone modded it and now they've updated it so all the teams have their current uniforms. They've modding everything. It just goes to show you that these these games are beloved. Um, but yeah, if you're a college football fan, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, recommend uh, NCAA football 06. Um, promo code former FSU fan. Just, just a ghost or something. <laughs> Poltergeist. <laughs> uh, all right. Ghost profile. Ghost profile, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to listen to it like Tinder? <laughs> uh, all right, so an hour and 25 minutes uh i mean uh, not nothing of substance for us to talk about basketball and, and hockey right now to be honest uh it's just i mean as far as hockey is reverse retros are, are are getting uh finally being worn on the ice now a bunch of teams have already debuted on the ice including my beloved panthers who look good in the the new uh, blue uniforms with the the, the stick. Those are. I know I mentioned it before, but those are so nice. Yeah, so that's that's nice. And some other teams. I think the Bruins Winter Classic was leaked uh, recently, which it looks. I guess it looks all right. It's not great. It's not as good as what they've had in the past, but uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, with that, and we'll, I think who's who are they playing the, in the Winter Classic this year? It's Boston versus who? Probably some other team from the Northeast. I think it's Pittsburgh. I think they're playing Pittsburgh or something like that. Uh, because I think they, they already played the Flyers in the first one at Fenway. Then they played the Habs in uh, Gillette Stadium. And now they're playing their third Winter Classic. So, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll just hop onto the Petty Train, right? Let's go. Let's do Please it. Please do. Okay, so uh, Petty Train, so the NFL things happen. Uh, there's no, no, I didn't hate watch anything this week because uh, the Dolphins didn't play. All right, the most I could, I had to endure were just people trotting out the old takes from people about saying how Tua ain't in and a bunch of stuff. Eh, y'all are, y'all, just way too early for this. The downfall will come. I know it will come, Charles. I know it will. So everybody who thinks that Tua is it, it it'll it'll come. Don't worry, you guys, Dolphins fans. What are you, your hubris is gonna get the best of you, right? 
He's, he's to a tagalong, not yeah. to a tagalavoya, whatever you say his name. Tongavaloya. Yeah, it's tongavaloya. So there you go. Uh, all right. So let's let's start with. I mean, the petty train rolled in way early this week because we oh, had the Packers right. and the Titans. You don't want to say that portion for last? Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, can start with I mean, the petty train was started there. I mean, that's that was the first stop on uh, for the week. I mean, do you want it? We can loop back. We'll loop back. Yeah. Fine. I, I mean, all right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. For let's go. Uh, but, but Falcons all and Bears. Right. Let's go with that. Right. So Falcons and Bears. Uh, I guess Justin Fields. Poor man, poor guy. He he he's it, ain't he's it, ain't it? I don't know how to read he's, it. He's... No, all I know is Marcus Mariota keeps winning without supposedly winning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good for yeah. Arthur Smith. Yeah, I think I like Justin Fields. I'm impressed because I I think I'm more impressed with also Matt Eberflus, the coach, who's just like, listen, I know we kind of suck, but we're gonna kind of make do with what we have and then go from there. So good for them. I have like no dog in any of those fights yeah. or yeah, any of those players. Team. Yeah. Any of those coaches. Okay. Eagles and the Colts. Oh, thank you. Eagles. Yeah. I needed this because <laughs> we, yeah, we're only like two and a half games up, yeah. but there's stuff that I need and the Eagles still don't look, they haven't looked good in the last couple of weeks. They signed a whole lot of people. They got Dominican Sue now. So, yeah. you know, now he's just going to terrorize the crap out of everybody. The man's just so good for even being 35. He's rested, too. But um, yeah. terrifying man. He's rested. And really, he's just there. When you're a defensive tackle, it's just like get double teamed and let the edge rushers do what they got to do. That That is literally the assignment that you have in this. Um, but, you know, Jeff Saturday, he's only human. But look. He, he was able to take a, uh, the best team in the NFL, arguably, and kind of hold them to a fourth-quarter comeback. So that's impressive. I'll give Jeff Saturday a little bit of flowers, even though I talk trash about him. That was more in line about the Rooney rule than about him particularly. Um, we don't know where it goes. Matt Ryan kind of shit a little bit. But, you know, yay, they lost, and I need that. I'll take anything to win. All righty. Okay, <laughs> the Jets and the Patriots. Uh, Boy, Zach Wilson's so bad. Yeah, he is. And we were not writing those coattails because even Jet fans who were like sick, what they were originally six and three or six and two, were like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a season, bro. It's going to be so great. And then I'm like, I still don't see it. And people don't like Mac Jones, I guess, understandably, because he just screams like Wonder Bread. Um, However, you know, he doesn't cost you to lose games. He doesn't throw. He is not a highly ranked court manager. He's not the second pick in the draft. Who only threw verse, who only threw seventy seven yards in an entire game, where the Jets only yet uh, yielded a net offense of what minus two yards, I think was statistics. Yeah. Like that. So so yes, yeah. I understand. Zach Wilson passed for seventy seven yards, and then uh, there was like no rushing at all. So yeah, and, and we understand that Brees Hall's injured, and part of that's on Michael Floor or yeah, Michael Floor, the brother Matt Lafleur, handsome man, and. Um, Robert Sala for not having a good game plan, but I was watching the here's the thing about Twitter. Even though we call people professional professionals with quotation marks, some of those guys really do better than some of the NFL analysts because I'll actually show you videos of like missed tackles and missed passes and missed catches. And 
he was missing some stuff, man. And it, it's frustrating the people. And I guess the biggest issue is that they're asking if his quarterback play kind of prevented the defense to let them down. And he said no real quickly. And, you know, now Robert Sala's like, I don't even know if this guy's going to be our quarterback going forward. And I, I just personally think Joe Flacco should never have lost the job. And that's saying something because it's Joe Flacco, who's like yeah. 37 years old and has to Bible with him every time just to stay alive a little bit longer without breaking his neck and back. But good for him if right. he gets it. But oof, man. All Jets right. are being the Jets. And Bill Belichick, I don't discount Belichick. That's yeah. the thought I'll leave to that. Never yeah. discount He loves Bill beating Belichick. the Jets. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Uh, Washington beat Houston. Eh. Oh, uh, quick interruption. Um, so apparently Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he was. I don't know. Who, uh, by the Broncos, right? Yeah, because yeah, he gets one. So he posted a, t- a story to his Instagram. Yeah, that was funny. It says, ha, 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 boy, y'all fans was hell, L-M-F-A-O-O-O. Thank y'all to Broncos country. Let's at least laugh on the way out. And he posts a picture of him <laughs> inside of the OJ's white Bronco during the that famous chase. Boy, he's bitter. Yeah. I would also be bitter too if I had to play with Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. Let Russ cook. Man could even cook Lunchables with the instructions there. He's bad. Yeah. Oof. Well, we'll get on the petty train for Denver. That's <sighs> So, yeah, Commanders and Texans. So, there you go, 23 to 10. Uh, yeah, I got no comments on it. The, the Rams are, are are awful. They're old. They're damaged. Yeah. There's a consequence of trying to trade all your first-round picks. They blew it for, for, for a championship. That's that They did it. They, they mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. They did it. That's all they needed. Yeah. So uh, th- that's all they needed to establish a fan base in LA. And even then, they LA doesn't care. So it <laughs> doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah, Saints. There you go. Uh, Andy Dalton doing things. I feel bad for Jameis because he put, he had a good court. You shouldn't lose your job because of injury. Yeah. yeah. And I get that. And but the problem is, is that you put him and uh, Andy Dalton on paper, and I don't know if you get the same quality of player. You know, I don't see any big difference between them. And unfortunately, it's tough business. And, you know, you should – I still don't – like, I get it, and I understand that football is a big boy sport um, to be kind of machismo when I say make these statements. But the man has legitimately a – like, had four vertebrae fractures in his back and knee problems. You don't – you shouldn't be playing to begin with. Just yeah. saying. Kind of reminds me of what happened with uh, Baker Mayfield last year. Oh, the shoulder labor? Yeah. But, you know. Everybody likes – I mean, Baker's doing awful now, so I'm not going to defend him here, but everybody likes using a quarterback as a um, a reason why their team sucks. Mind you, Matt Rule is no longer Well, true, player. but he played through a serious injury, which, you know, it could be argued that be, set, but for that injury, he would still be uh, playing well, you know? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh uh, the Bills beat the Browns in Detroit. Ooh. Bills so, do not. Uh, explain to me the Bills and why we should love them. Oh, they no, they're, they're completely exposed this season. So, and, but, you know, the people will not relent and say that they're the best team when, you know, the best team is in Kansas City. Yeah, there's there's really nothing that to show me that uh, that they're they're going to win the conference for the most part and wrestle it away from KC. If they do go to the Super Bowl win, they will remind me of the 2004, no, 2006 Colts where they shouldn't have won 
and you know it was just that twenty one to three. Yeah. Yeah, it was that twenty one to three against the Patriots and the Patriots pooped the bed. They're gonna have to hope that someone poops the bed in those championship games. Yep. Uh Baltimore beat the Panthers. Panthers are awful. Good for Baltimore because they have nobody, man. Like yeah. you got Mark Andrews and then Devin Duvernay, who's you know just go from there, and then you know Lamar Jackson has his fifth like chronic illness going on, whatever it is. He says it's stomach issues. I've also had bad street tacos in Mexico. I get you. <laughs> uh, oh, another fraudulent team in New York. The Giants lost to the Lions. Good for the Lions, man. The team that we're supporting, straight, we baby. Support. Yeah, four and six now, but the Giants have some big issues. And everybody's injured. Wendell Robinson towards ACL. Brian Devil, good for you, but this is why you can't buy into hype of easy scheduling. Mm-hmm. Because when you play super protective football, and I know I'm saying this as a Titans fan, but here's the problem. Protection is just our, you know, protection is just our state of mind. Hell, Mike Vrabel uses a bulletproof gun, man. He don't play around. <laughs> but with everybody else, they're being protected with Daniel Jones and Saquon to a degree because they just know that they ain't the stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when that's there, you're never going to have a fully functional team. Sorry. All righty. All right. Oh, oh God, man. Oh, so... <laughs> do, you, do you guys yeah. think that the Lions could go above 500? Yeah, nah. I think it's possible. That defense is terrible. But 7 and 10 is actually a win for them, considering yeah. the fact that they went like 2 and 15. Yeah, they were awful. 3 and 14? Yeah. yeah. No, they'd be literally heading in a direction. So. The big question that you <laughs> need to ask is a direction. The big question that you ask is, do you give Jared Goff another go, or if you get a high pick, should you try another quarterback? Because that team defensively is ass, Andrew, except for Aiden Hutchinson, who's a G. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can get some trade he, assets. You know, get some draft he's, picks. Or he's whatever, being bro. serviceable. Yeah, exactly. yeah. But the problem is, the Lions are always rebuilding, and when they actually had a window of opportunity, they fired the wrong coach for Mike for Matt Patricia of yep. all coaches. Yep. Oh, Jim Caldwell, you suck. Matt Patricia. Yeah, it leads them to their first playoff uh, appearance in like 40 years and boom. Consistently good, three seasons of not being yeah, under, was like 500 nine, yeah, yeah, over nine, 500. Seven. And they're like, yeah. Oh. But, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, some some kind of coaches get preferential treatment and sometimes that preferential treatment is not good treatment. Mm. Just saying, boys. There might be a reason for that. Anyways. <laughs> So, uh, let's move ahead. The Las Vegas Raiders beat the Broncos. Okay, so I have two of my friends are Broncos fans. I'm sorry, and they mm-hmm. hate uh, Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. with a passion, and you know because he keeps fumbling. And Nathaniel Nathaniel Hack is not going to be there next year. Oh, let's just say it right no, now. No. I would be very surprised. He is just out of it. Out it's of hack. He gave, He's he gave, his name. Yeah, he gave up his um, OC duties to. Clint Kubiak, son of Gary Kubiak, which I'll tell you now, people might say that Kubiaks are very good um, offensive coordinators. They just run the ball in zone, so you just need the pieces. But you can't run the ball because Javante Williams is injured. You have a quarterback who seven touchdowns on the season for a man who has two hundred plus million dollars guaranteed. Mm-hmm. That's the issue. <laughs> Did you see that? That I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it. It was great. I loved it. The, uh, the, that guy just naming the amount of bathrooms that are in uh, Russell Wilson's home. Compared to the touchdown passes he's thrown this season, so far the he's got more bathrooms than touchdowns. And I feel like the Raiders win out of spite of Josh McDaniels being their head coach. You know what I mean? And that's what it really feels like because he is just not good as a coach. No, nah, it was just, no, it was literally a battle between two awful head coaches. Teams. Yeah, yeah. All no, right, 
Yeah, it would have been funny if they tied. So that would have been even funnier. But Some sweet irony there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Cowboys destroyed the Vikings. Oof. And I know one game shouldn't matter, and it's better to lose during the regular season than the season, but that was the game that you needed to make the statement hmm. because you're trying to catch the Eagles in that first, that one seed. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, Bengals beat the Steelers. Oof. Joe so, Burrow's good, man. Yeah. What, what did... Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a very McCockiner. I think it was called Joe Burrow, his cockiner. <laughs> 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 That's what he said. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's... he's yeah, they're, they're the Bengals have turned it around. They're... They're they're gonna they're they're gonna be all right, everybody. It's gonna be fine. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Chargers in a close game. Do, do we feel bad? Like, is there any quarterback who's more, you know, diverse or you know, um, split and divisive than Justin Herbert? Because it seems like there's everybody who hates Justin mm-hmm. Herbert who is a Dolphins fan because they love Tua so much, and then there's. Um, everybody else who realizes he's talented it's ridiculous yeah because all i'm seeing is the hate has always been associated with and they said tua wasn't good i'm like who said that i just said on the eye test because my my i didn't say tua was bad i no, just said he ain't you, it. You, you you are the pro but you're the pragmatic but i'm talking about the people who defend tua and they say herbert and they compare the win loss stuff and it goes to coaching and also goes to just availability of players that you have. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tua is only up to snuff here because of who they picked up with Jalen and then damn it, I died with Jalen and then um, Tyreek. Tyreek, you know, they don't even use Kasiki, which is, I think, a crime against humanity, but that's just me. So it, it's that's a little true. bit over there. But with Herbert, like, it's just Patrick Mahomes is too good. Any, any read ain't scared of you. He ain't yep. scared of you. That's what it is. I ain't scared of you. I ain't afraid of no ghost. That's literally what he's doing. Yeah. He, he ain't terrified. And Justin Herbert's going to get kind of bored there. He's going to win. He's going to be the new Philip Rivers Award. There you go. But, um, yeah. Oh, what was be. the other thing that, that was said? He's, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert's Philip Rivers, but with the better pullout game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So, and yeah, the, the, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico. In a city that is literally sinking and is on the verge of disaster. But yeah, let's put an NBA team there because that makes sense. Sometimes when we see someone, some former people, men or women that are attractive to us, we, we elevate ourselves. It's hmm. exactly what Jimmy G did. Yeah. He, he was looking a little mamacitas in Mexico. He was like, hola, mami, como estas? Mi nombre <laughs> is, you know, Jimmy Guapalo. You know, Garoppolo? No, Wapalo, because I avoid Guapo. <laughs> and he was, he was, he was that, that suit, uh, I felt bad for Colt McCoy because <laughs> we shouldn't be making fun of people in the physical appearances, but he looked like if um, if Sid from Toy Story got clean and didn't do drugs. That's all I saw. <laughs> Look at him, and then Jimmy G's coming in with this rosé shirt, and I'm like, I felt a little flush in the yeah, face. I'm like, if this man held the door open for me, I'd be compelled yeah. to give him my number. You know what I mean? I'm like, holy there, shit. There, there was, uh, I, I don't know if you saw, there was a, a, a comment to that one, uh, to that video, was like, I've seen this Hallmark movie before. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. She's gonna dump Jimmy G for Colt McGoy, who she met at the Christmas tree farm. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. And look, we like Colt McGoy. I always felt like he got a bad um, rap because of what happened in Cleveland. But 
Cleveland is where all quarterbacks get bad raps, um, except for, I guess, Deshaun Watson these days. He so came in with a bad rap. He came with a bad rap. I'm like, ah, this is different. Um, but, you know, it was like a, a complete blowout. James Conner didn't do anything. Jimmy G was just killing to George Kittle. What do you do with Trey Lance? I mean, like, is this not good enough for you? What is it that you think that Trey can give you that Jimmy can't, aside from a cheaper contract? Because if it's contractual purposes, I get it. But on, on a productivity level, it was risky to begin with to say Trey was the guy. And now, you know, since Jimmy's come back in, he's he's six and three as a starter this Man's season. And all you read on people going there is like, oh, mediocre quarterback play in a great system. I'm like, well, you know, it's a great system. If it was a great system, how come every quarterback's not playing well with it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It begs a lot of questions that I don't have answers for, and it's not a job that I'm envious of. But, hey, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. All I can say. But um, I didn't watch any bits of it. I only watched, like, a little bit of it coming back from the gym as I'm on, like, the bike because, you know, your boy hurt his knee as always. So he had a little stinginess. Yeah. And Kyler didn't play. And you know what? I think that offense mm-hmm. functioned the same amount as if Kyler was there. So there you go. Warzone 2, man. Coach, I'm feeling sick. Cough, cough. Yeah. And all right, so let's let's go back to the first stop, the Titans, and the Packers. Oh. Andrew, yeah, I. Before we continue, I just thought of a, a, an anti non-sponsor. Mm, that's good. Kyler Murray. Um, actually, it's unrelated to football. It's related to Sam's Club. What they do. So my local Sam's Club really pissed me off over the past couple of days. Um, so I wanted one so simple thing. So simple. I wanted some of their delicious pizza. Did they run out of pizza? They ran out of pizza. Oh, my God. So attempt one. They, um, they had they were done making whole pizzas, but they had a whole pizza remaining. Um, you know, like individual slices. So I tried asking them, you know, can I just buy all of these individual slices and pay the eight ninety eight? For the whole the whole pizza price. I'm sorry. Did you just use the power of logic on a on a Costco person? Sam's Sam's Club person. So I attempted to, but between that and, um, I don't know. It's it's become increasingly hard over the over the eight years I've been here to communicate with people. Um, there are more and more people that only speak Spanish. Uh, and I don't speak any Spanish whatsoever. Um, so it, it, it was very difficult to try and get that point across. And again, as you mentioned, it was Sam's. So that didn't work. And then the second attempt, they ran out of pizza an hour and a half before they typically stop. They usually stop at around seven o'clock. Um, they stop making everything, sell out the last things, um, and then they start cleaning and getting everything uh, all cleaned up by set. They start around seven thirty because the club closes at eight. That's just how it is. So I go in, 
like I said, so I has like plenty of time uh, because before I've gone at seven and they ran out of pizza because they they just uh, you know like I said they they stop around seven. So I went at five thirty and they ran out of pizza. I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> so today I went again um, and finally I got that sweet, sweet pizza. You had a so, for you know, anti shout out to my local, uh, my local Sam's club, because how in the hell are you running out of pizza? Well, first off, how in the hell are you running out of pizza at five 30? And then second, I just, the other one is just annoyance for not being able to communicate with them. And then also, like you said, it's attempting logic and that just didn't work. We should have gotten you a Spanish dictionary. I, I need to just like stick one of you in my pocket and just bring you everywhere. Well, technically it would be Francisco because every time the Argentinian side comes out of me, they look at me like, I don't want to talk to you anymore for butchering language. Oh my god, sorry. The dialect comes out a little bit harder. Petty train. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. The Titans. That's right. Boys, I only watched one football game this last week, and there were some things that were stated on the last show of why I needed this. I needed this. I needed this more than anything. We could have gone. One in 16 this season, I needed. This was a culmination of like five years of the trash talk of Aaron Rodgers. I think that was like my intro to Sports Scoop World of like, hey, Aaron Rodgers fucking sucks. I don't see the point into it. Y'all just love him because they tell you to love him. They love you until they don't love you, right? But I never loved Aaron. I liked you. I acknowledge the greatness, but I think the last two MVP years have been just kind of a wash. I think it's been more favoritism, if anything, because they tell you that he's supposed to be good. And I said, hey, I already want to fire Mike Rabel to begin with. But if we definitely lose and we get embarrassed on like our only other national TV game because we got embarrassed by the Bills early this season, then I really just don't want you or John Robinson or anybody else in perpetuity and in existence. And then we played them. And I was like commenting to you guys. I'm like, there's passing touchdowns? We got like two passing touchdowns. We got Derrick Henry who's not doing much, but he's still the straw that stirs the drink. And in, in, in lieu of not making this into a 50-minute stop at the Petty train station, Choo Choo Charlie, Conductor Charlie, Charlie Conductor was very, very happy just to see the annoyance in Aaron Rodgers' face when he tried to just break plays and make something happen and his receivers couldn't do it when he's overthrown Sammy Watkins who barely plays, but, you know, it's his fault, even though his quarterback threw it high, or how it's overshot Alan Zari because there's miscommunication. He just stopped, you know, the play and the route, and I thought you're supposed to communicate with this and go from there, and we went, like, 27 to 17. And I'm, yeah, you can have Christian Watson. Just because a guy catches touchdowns doesn't mean he's going to be your guy. Let him have it. I don't care. That's everybody got hurt. I'll tell you now, Tier Tart, totally faked that injury. Still love him for it. Jeffrey Simmons, a monster, playing on a bum ankle, killing it. 
Ryan Tannehill's getting my respect right there. He threw a very bad pick that, you know, should have happened, but everything else is fine. Derrick Henry kind of had a touchdown, and he threw a touchdown to Austin Hooper. And then even Traylon Burks, I'm not counting the 50-yard FU, like, bomb that we did in, like, the final minute of the game, but I do appreciate Todd Downing for doing it because I don't think he would dump anybody else, but he's, like, he's looking at us like, you know what, who's on, who's on this team? And him, Brable, Robinson, everybody else, and um, Shane Bauer, like, who's on this team? It's like, Aaron Rodgers, right? Doesn't he always make the funniest faces when he's losing, right? Yeah, and he isn't he, like, the most unaccountable quarterback out there, right? Yeah, and he 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 hates losing, too, right? You know what we should do? Instead of making him feel like he has a chance, the last minute we should just throw a bomb, a 51-yard bomb at Traylon Burks and see what happens. Yeah, let's do that. We got your room. We do it. And he did it, and I'm just sitting there like, y'all motherfuckers are petty. I'm appreciating this. You could join the petty trade and stay on my team for the remainder of the season. This game, it has ceased me from saying fire Mike Vrabel for the entire season. Next season is a different story. <laughs> but that's how happy I was. It is literally, you're on a road trip, and you know you're on a road trip, and instead of going to McDonald's or Burger King, you're like, I want to go to Crystal's and get the offshoot of White Castle and get those little wieners and little hot dogs. Can we do that? Yeah, sure. So, hey, let's go to our rallies. It's checkers, but it's rallies. It's like the champagne of, you know, fast food. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. That's the happy mood I'm And it was great because now the Packers are like four and seven. And then I love how analysts are like, oh, well, you know, they could still make it back. And I'm like doing math calculations and shit. And I'm taking my Black Friday math brain and putting it into my NFL Black Friday brain. I'm like, why do you keep saying that they would do it? And here's the thing. You need the happy medium because you have the teams that are, or the analysts are saying that they suck and they're terrible and they're backtracking on what they said in the beginning of the season. Or they're saying that there's still a chance. Don't give Aaron Rodgers false hope. He's going to still up his doses. Ayahuasca, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> what I find, Ayahuasca, I don't know how to say it, man. Like, if I ayahuasca. Say it, ayahuasca, if I said that two more times, like my spiritual ancestors are going to come out to Shango and shit. I can't do that. Um, but what I love is media loves teams and they love star quarterbacks who lose more than they win. And this is their first time in the position that they can get Aaron Rodgers losing more than he's winning because God knows they never talk about him losing the NFC games, even though he always gets there. That was my problem with Aaron Rodgers. You complain that he legitimately never has a team built around him, but they went to back-to-back NFC championships games in the last couple of years. Make it make sense, right? There's no team built around, but the team was good enough to get you one game away from the Super Bowl. Are you dumb? You could say the team did not win the Super Bowl, but you cannot say that the team built around him was not sufficient to win a Super Bowl because you're one game away. The team that is not built to win the Super Bowl was like the Detroit Lions, who went like 2-15 and 15 or 3-14 and 14 last year. That's the team that we're speaking of. Not this illogical concept just to fit our prejudices and our wants and our discriminations into a tiny five-minute video on first take or whatever the hell Skip and Shannon do, because I don't know the name of the show, even though I watched their clips on Twitter just to laugh at Shannon about not trying to punch Skip in the face. That's that, that just doesn't register to me. And I, I never understand. So I'm fulfilled from my stop in um, Green Bay, in Wisconsin. I picked up some cheese fries. And now we're on our merry way to the next part of next week's Petty Train. <laughs> All righty. Well, we're at hour and 54 minutes, so I feel like we should uh, – yes, a, a quick – all right, guys, Thanksgiving plans, right? Anything? I mean, I'm going back up to my parents, uh, my, my sister's place, actually. That's where we're going to be doing the things. Of course, uh, the 
the the usuals with the mashed potatoes and the, the turkey and the ham and even though I'm more excited for the ham than the turkey, you know, that, that type of stuff. And we've done this five years now, so it's, uh, every year we we go through this. But uh, and Charles, uh, no no travesties with regards to mashed potatoes. Hopefully, they have been warned. <laughs> Yeah. They have been warned. All right. You know, I, I will tell you this. Let me give you some insight of what, you know, Charles Thanksgiving is going to be. Uh, you know, I don't have a nickname for it. The way that um, I do for Christmas where I have like a Charlesmas story or a Charlesmas Carol or 12 Days of Charlesmas. Um, it's very simple. I need my mashed potatoes. That's it. You know, because of the travesty of three years ago of Thanksgiving of 20, 2019 to the day that shocked us all around the world. We understand that. We're going to my sister's. This is my niece's first Thanksgiving because she was born in January. So I really expect her to be dressed either as a turkey or a pilgrim because God knows that's what first year parents do. And, you know, I just want to like bother her for 15 minutes. She's at that age now where she just wants to grab your face all the time. And I haven't seen her in a minute with her two or three little teeth. And then I will take like multiple selfies with her. And then I will pimp that out for people to be like, look at this little turkey. This little turkey is more cute than your turkeys. But I think they're going to do turkey and ham. And it's going to be a mixture. My sister's going to pre-make stuff. And, or they're going to like, pre-order <laughs> stuff. And then you're going to get ham and then all this other stuff that came in. So the way I deal with it, because I don't cook. So what I do is I bring alcohol and I bring dessert. So for dessert-wise, I will try to pick that stuff up tomorrow when I get out of court. Because God forbid, if Charles gets some leave early from work, he stays at, what, 640 is when I text you guys I was out? Lord forbid. But I'll pick up some dessert. But over the weekend, I picked a bottle of Jefferson Reserve bourbon because my brother-in-law, nice guy, tends to buy the cheap stuff. And when you're doing shots on, like, cheap whiskey or cheap bourbon and they don't drink rum, I do, um, you just die. Your stomach's inflamed. So I got Jefferson Reserve basic 40, 45 proof. I know Andrew doesn't drink, but the way I explain to him is when you get small batch bourbon, it's better quality. It's basically putting the right kind of gas in your car to make it more efficient. That's how I would explain to it. And I, I don't know, at 33 with my social battery, my social meter, I'm already bringing my switch to begin with. And the minute my niece isn't bothering me, I'm whipping that out. I'm not watching any football. But sometimes you do need some kind of outlet away from people. So God bless Nintendo for making that technology. But I have no request. They already know to make the uh, mashed potatoes because if not, I will be boycotting. Look, it's a BS holiday anyway. I'm going to say it right there. But um, but damn it, do I want to enjoy it with my kind of specialties and things that I want. So that's the plan. All righty. How about you, Andrew? Uh, I mean, if I know this is very, uh, I don't know, lackluster, but given the fact that we're moving and all this stuff, we're probably just going to, they have these things like turkey rolls. I'm not sure if okay. you've heard those. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if anything, we might go to like, uh, What's that place called? Uh, Boston Market. It's yeah, just it's uh, the one that's by my office shut down. By the way, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's 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 empty. It's there's nothing there no more. Yeah. Well, there goes that plan. Because I don't know where another Boston Market is, I but mean, I think I forgot. Maybe Publix sells like a like a Thanksgiving kit or something like that. You know, some some rest, some supermarkets do that, but yeah, So that's know. that's yeah. really what we're going to be doing. I mean, it's it's just my mom and I or my mom and me. Um so it's not worth going, you know, all out mm-hmm. to to you know, make a whole turkey, to make stuffing and whatever. It's just it's not worth the time and effort. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, kind of a... But, of course, I mean, we're going to wake up early to watch the the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, we're going to watch the dog show, which is mm-hmm. arguably my favorite thing on Thanksgiving. Um, and then, you know, thankfully my, my mom likes football because usually when we do family gatherings, we're not allowed or we, we don't do football. Um, that's probably my second favorite thing of Thanksgiving is being able to watch some football. Are there college uh, games on Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, okay. uh, there's there's some college football games, uh, but I, I generally watch the NFL games. Um, oh, no. I don't know. There's there's something about there's something about uh, watching the Lions lose on Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? Um. So yeah, it's just going to be a nice, simple, you know, no power, uh, no power windows. Uh, sort of thing. Alrighty. Yeah, I'm just gonna be there. I'm sure I'm gonna be the one to, as my sister cooks, to occupy the the the, the minds of my my niece and my nephew. So uh, that'll be that. And yeah, no, I'm just looking forward to the food. I'm hopefully I won't pay out too much on this, and then. Uh, I'll be away from my PC, so I'll have to do the gaming on the Switch for for this one. So that is that. Alrighty. Well, we're at two hours, so let's do a uh, a Thanksgiving cage. All right, Charles. You ready? Are you there, Charles? Have you died? Did they not have mashed potatoes in your home? I can't hear you, dude. If you're gone, Andrew, are you there? Yeah. Okay, I don't know where Charles went. He's gone. Uh, hmm. hmm. Charles, you are you are not anywhere near here. So I'm gonna look on the chat and see if like, uh, yeah. But oh, his internet kicked. He's gone. Well then. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm I guess just gonna we can noodle him, for a little bit. Uh, uh, was there anything else on your mind? Uh, I'm just gonna ask him: Is he gonna do the cage, or does he does he want to pull it off until put it off until next week? Uh, damn, man, we should always have a contingency plan for this. <laughs> uh, actually, this doesn't really happen. He's always usually done a cage. He's trying to pop back in here, but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Your, this is your uh, last Thanksgiving, possibly here in 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 South Florida at the very least. Um, Certainly in South Florida. Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, a. a- a good chance of it being i mean we could, we could talk a, about our a non-zero what's that i said we could talk about our batting cage endeavors <laughs> that's true our, that's yeah. true we can do that yeah we've been doing that lately that's actually it's it's surprisingly fun uh it's too bad we uh won't be able to do much of it uh in the near future but uh we we, we can't say we can hit at least 90 miles per hour Right, a fastball down the middle at ninety miles per hour, we could do, we could do. We, yeah, we've played into a couple, right? Uh, yeah, you have for, for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, it it takes some time to get used to it, but once you do, it's 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 not too bad. Yeah, and once and, and literally once you once you start, you can't go back to to any lower of the speed. Yeah. That. Like we were completely ruined by going back to seventy. 
Charles, I, I think I heard you briefly, but I can't even hear you right now. If you're there. I, I came back. Oh, he's back. Okay. All right. Because I, I heard you guys. I don't know if anyone heard me. It's Forest Goose, everybody. Someone has to goof around today. I'm goofing off. Um, uh, that, that did not come out accurate. But, um, yes, I heard you. I heard batting cages. I heard a little bit of the sadness and the, the welling of the voice. And then, um, you know, then I heard about the cage. So here would be. All right. So uh, instead of the batting cage, let's just go to the wrestling cage. All right. All right. Welcome, everybody. Your weekly Truplex, the cage with Charles. Well, disclaimer, wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It's a stage fight. It's a story about men and women trying to beat the holy hell out of each other, establish their legacies, win championships, and just, yeah, just get some good old revenge. Now, we're going to keep, we're going to do a good on keeping the cages brief because I've not really been watching a lot of wrestling to, like, process. Like, I do watch Raw, but I I've been keeping it to Twitter, man, like, for a lot of my informations, but there has been pay-per-views that happened. AEW had full gear over this weekend, and then this Saturday is Survivor Series War Games. I'm like, shit, I gotta set that up, don't I? Because that's gonna be, like, a four-hour pay-per-view. So really what we're gonna do is just give you impressions and predictions. You know, everything else will come in due time. If I go from there, so AW full gear, things happened. I don't agree with certain things happening. There's certain things that irk me. I did not pay money for it, which is weird because last year I paid the 50 bucks for full gear, right? But one of them, it was like there was like 12 matches on the card, two of them being on the pre-show. So 11, 11 wrestling matches is just a lot to kind of digest. You know, less is more sometimes. But how do you like your wrestling, right? Um, I I just feel that you might get certain things that kind of qualify, but we're going to kind of go down on some of the pre-show stuff that kind of go from there. Uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus. Remember, they used to be former tag team partners. It was a cage match. Um, Luchasaurus had betrayed Jungle Boy when he was feuding with Christian and helped him. They settled in a cage match and Jungle Boy won. I didn't, I have disclaimer. I've not watched any of these yet. All I've seen is the um, Twitter videos and some of the stuff on YouTube, but I'll just kind of go impression. So, eh, fine. I would rather have Luchasaurus win and then chase after Warlow, but things happen, so we'll speak about that. Death Triangle, Pac, Penta, El Zero, Zero Miedo, or however you say his fucking, you know, he, they changed his name 5,000 times. Right? Zero Miedo, Penta, El Phoenix, and all this other stuff. Ray Phoenix's Zero brother, the probably Lucha Bros. Zero that's Miedo. A, that's a terrible name. But it didn't used to be that. It used to be Penta, you know, Penta something or Pentagon Jr. It doesn't make sense. A, because his gimmick is zero fear. Exactly. And but in Spanish, it just doesn't sound. Doesn't, I understand. I understand. And he was actually at the Mexico game last night. Cerro Miedo. Where, I don't know. Cerro Miedo. I know. 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 I feel you. Because he used to be Pentagon Jr. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I could say that. Now he's Penta El Zero Miedo. And I'm like, I think Cero Zero, but I think, I think it was C. I'm like, Cerro. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. Versus the elite. And now the elite being Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks. Oh, the guys who you know got suspended for two months that they're fighting with uh, CM Punk? Yeah. They're, so they're challenging for the title, right? And they're going to lose, right? Yeah. So Death Triangle retained. But then there was an announcement by Tony Khan that this match was not a standard title defense. They're going to do a best in seven series. And I don't see that as needed. So if you remember, this was for the trios championship. And the elite had won the, the, the inaugural titles and then they got suspended and the titles were vacated and went to death triangle. And now we're going to put it as a best of seven, but here's my thing with it. And maybe I'm overthinking it. That's the problem with wrestling. Sometimes you just have to say good versus evil. 
and that's it, right? Best of seven series implies that there has been matches against the teams and stables itself to warrant it as such. As noted in 1997-1998 World Television Title Series of Booker T versus Chris Benoit, where they both split falls and they went to a best of seven series. And that was also replicated and imitated, I believe, in WWE when they went over there. So they went a best of seven for the WCW Television Championship. And I believe Booker T ended up winning that all. You have to have that kind of buildup with those matches. I know, I just went like old school Will Ferrell talking about politics in front of Carl Rovell. Um, not Carl Bell, Carl Rove, but James Carvel. Um, sometimes my brain hurts with all the media I process. I feel like this match wasn't warranted, and now you're gonna not gonna get a conclusion. Really, I feel like it's just a way of saying, "Hey, we're not gonna have Death Triangle drop the titles immediately. We're gonna give them a best of seven series, make them seem competitive, and they'll lose in match seven. Um, and I think that's a cop out. I don't agree with it. Whatever. I don't care. Jay Cargo versus Nyla Rose. Um, remember the story was Nyla Rose still the TBS championship was parading around that was her own. Jay Cargo beat her. She's beefing with Bow Wow. Charles, little Bow Wow? Yeah. The like Mike Bow Wow? Yeah. What? The guy from Roll Bounce? Yeah. The guy from the Lottery? Bow, can, yeah. Can, the can guy who dated ride first class? The guy who, who first dated Sierra and then she went to Future and then she went to Russell Wilson. Remember, so was like, yeah. That Bow Wow? Yeah. So AEW is like a hive of performers, entertainers. They had Trina, Real Five represent. They had Rick Ross on there with Swerve, and now Bow Wow was like kind of trying to shoot his shot with Jay Cargo, and she's dating Brandon Phillips, a former Braves player. I think that's Reds. Um, Reds is he Reds? All right, yeah. I don't know why I thought Braves. I um, he might have played for the Braves briefly, but Cincinnati Reds. I, I just know he's a, a player, uh, a player in like in the inner league. Um, Cincinnati Reds, Cleveland Indians, Atlanta Braves, though, Los Angeles, and Boston Red. Yeah, he's beautiful. She she's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. You know, she's, Jay she's Cargill's great. from yeah, she's from Vero Beach, Florida, which is now or north of me. So yeah. you know, all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, fine. Represent. She, you know, she she's also cool. She was Shira or Chitara. In the full gear attire, man. That's awesome, in my opinion. That's cool. And I and she's now a perfect 40 and 0 in her record or 41 and 0. So now she's feuding with Bow Wow. It's silly, whatever. Continue on. Chris Jericho won the fatal four-way for the Ring of Honor World Championship match to retain against Claudio, Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara. Eh, I had complaints about um Sammy being there to begin with, and he was um wearing an attire that reminded me of a um off steroid Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat. Um, Jericho wins. He retains. Remember, they're going to keep that on for a bit to kind of get some momentum going for the Ring of Honor TV deal that they have. I just need less Ring of Honor on my AEW. I think that will make me happy. Saraya versus Dr. Britt Baker. Saraya is um, former, formerly known as Paige in WWE. She had her first match of like six years. She had some um, neck issues and everything like that. She defeated Britt Baker. That's good, but it kind of takes away the expectation. I heard the match was good. This is the match coming up that I had a big issue with. Well, one of the big issues of. So we had the, the triple. We had the Dave's triple match. The Samoa Joe versus Warlow versus Powerass Hobbs. Remember Wait, Warlow and Joe? Dave Thomas? When is- well, I call it the Dave's triple because, you know, it's like patties. <laughs> so it's meat patties. Alrighty. So it's Alrighty. like it's like the, uh, the Dave's triple where you have all that beef coming in there and it's different kind of beefs it's power lifting beef it's slim big guy beef and it's pure samoan brute beef and i'm like yeah sign me up for it joe is your reigning ring of honor television champion warlow's your tnt championship i feel like he hadn't gotten a full stake into it but then it was made to a triple threat i'm like yeah give me this and then they have it where i thought warlow was going to retain i felt that was best for business to have warlow retain i love samoa joe i love a heel joe but he's already holding one belt he doesn't need to hold two at the same time. You know what I mean? Let Warlow have his thing after he had to endure a lot of stuff going into his MGF feud. 
that happened back in May. And that's, I think he won the title back in June. So he had for five, five months. And then what happens is Samoa Joe wins. I'm like, this makes no sense. And Joe is super accredited as a star beyond belief. But I felt like the title change didn't help out. And what happened was um, Warlow was about to powerbomb Powerhouse. And then Joe hit Warlow in the back of the head with the title and then put Powerhouse in the Coquina Clutch. And then Powerhouse tapped out. So the feud's not over, but it, it just didn't land the effect. So, eh. Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Sting and Darby Allen one. Who saw it there? Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the interim AEW World's Championship match. Jamie Hayter wins. This brings up to my issue of I have problems with interim championships. Thunder Rosa, who is the OG champ, is still injured. It's been like three months. Title should be vacated or something, man, because now you're creating confusion. It feels like an asterisk. I, I'm kind of surprised Tony Storm lost because here's the thing. It, it affects, I feel, the legitimacy of a championship. You, if you had the rinse and repeat of the interim champion versus the – or the interim champion appointed after the champion um, comes back for injury, that's fine. But now you create a, a wrinkle here where you don't have the interim champion. You have the person who defeated the interim champion now holds the interim championship. It's like Inception, in my mind. I don't agree with it. It makes no sense. You should just vacate it. It's Interims are stupid. It's stupid in boxing. It's stupid in UFC. Everything's dumb. Why are we doing this, Tony Khan? Uh, the Acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory. They won. I sent you the rap match. I'm very happy the Acclaim won. I like him. And then comes the main event, and this is where I have the big scratcher. MJF versus Moxley for the AEW Championship. I've been sending you guys some of the promos between Moxley and MJF and Moxley and Regal, and the promos have been good. You ready for the head scratchers? So MJF won, as we knew he was going to win. And last week on the show, Andrew, I had said it would probably be best to not have him win so you get the ratings. But it was inevitable. I think we can all agree it was inevitable. We understood that. We, we contemplated that. But Moxley is part of the Blackpool Combat Club that was managed by William Regal, who has him, Claudio, Yuta, and Danielson all in the same group. And he had accompanied Moxley. And mind you, Moxley has been a primetime guy for a while. And then what happens is, for whatever reason, MJF goes to use the diamond ring to hit Moxley and knocks him out. What's his name? Regal's like, hey, don't you do that, sir. And he's like, all right, I won't do it. And then he passes him the brass knucks to use on his own guy to beat him. So basically Regal helps uh, MJF beat his own dude and he's going to line up with himself there. I felt like people saw that coming. It felt tacky and kind of unoriginal. I think if you wanted some drama to build with, you could have where Regal tries to be a slimy villain and knock out MJF with the brass knucks and then ends up being that he knocks out Moxley. That's an old school callback. Or you have the firm, which is Stokely Hathaway's people help out mjf even though it seemed like they're feuding but now it just because doesn't kind of make sense because here's my thought process here's my thought process boys if i'm a manager and i'm aligned with the champion even though i'm going to go align myself with the other champion what's really at me to gain for betraying the current champion if i haven't been spurred by said champion on an emotional scale if i'm degraded you think about with the paul Heyman thing he had formally aligned himself with roman that's why his match, you know, when he left Roman to go deal with Bobby, uh, I'm sorry, not Bobby, Brock Lesnar, and Brock and Bobby are facing each other at Royal Rumble for the title, and then comes the betrayal where Roman comes in, Superman punches, and just looks up. I was like, come on, baby, I love you. Give me that title so I can screw over Brock. It makes sense to a degree because you just want some acknowledgments for it. That's the soap opera. But what's the point of this? We'll find out tomorrow, but it left a sour taste in my mouth. So 
Will I watch the matches? Sure. Once, you know, they're bought out fully by HBO Max Discovery, Warner Discovery, what the hell they call themselves, they broadcast it in full so I can watch it five years from now. But some things don't make sense. And it's that old adage of wrestling that they always remember the finish. And I can't say I agree with that finish. I think you could have made your accomplishments a little bit better and a little bit more. Going to WWE Survivor Series this weekend, NXT's on now. We're not going to focus too much time on that. We're going to go on Survivor Series. There's only about five matches going on. Shotzi versus Ron Rousey, SmackDown title. Rousey's going to retain. Maybe Charlotte Flair comes back. What could possibly be match of the night, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, the two originators of the Bullet Club. They've been feuding as the club versus Judgment Day. Finn was the creator of the Bullet Club, left, and then came AJ as the second leader. Um, they're feuding into it. They had a really good match over at Extreme Rules as the six-man tag match. Now you're getting the one-on-ones. Boy, I don't know who goes. It can go either way, and this is why Raw needs a main title because everybody's feuding for the U.S. title, and I feel like this match is kind of the match that you need for a main title, and it could really go either way. But if you have AJ win, hear me out. If AJ wins this... Someone from Raw has to challenge Roman. All Roman does is defend the title against SmackDown people. That's why Raw is so deficient. But that could be match at night. I'm excited to it um, for it to degree. There's going to be a triple um, threat match for the U.S. Championship. Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. I guess Mustafa Ali doesn't matter, which is a shame because I thought they were building a story towards him. Unless they're going to go on a pure television match uh, with him and Seth versus what happens here. But I anticipate that Seth will retain... I like what they're going with Theory's character. He explained last week why he um, tried to cash on the U.S. belt, and now he's saying, I'm not the briefcase. The briefcase was holding me down. I'm a man. I can do this. Bobby Lashley is a beast. I would not mess with him. He'll probably kill everybody. But we're going to go with um, we're going to go with Seth Rollins to retain. Women's War Games match, men's War Games match. Um, I felt like I should describe the rules to this, and I don't have it in front of me, but I don't want to belabor the point. I'll give you the beer, the, sh- the sheer thought process of it. It's a cage, double rings, um, five competitors on each side. There's an advantage point where you start out one-on-one, and then each entry comes in for each team. And once all 10 people are in the ring, then whoever is pinfall or submission or quits um, wins the match for the team. There you go. That's all you need to know. Made famous for the Dusty Rhodes times. So you have Damage Control Stable with Nikki Cross versus Team Bianca Belair, who has Mia Yim, who returned Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and they don't have the fifth member announced yet. It's presumed to be Cancel Rape. If it was Becky Lynch, that's cool. Or it could be Charlotte Flair. We don't know. Who's going to win that one? I would say it would be Damage Control because they've been taking them L's, man. Bailey keeps losing. There's nothing at stake with the title. I just need this feud to end. I don't care for it. Let's just get on to Rhea Ripley. Um versus Bianca Belair, because Rey is in that match, too. Then we get the men's war games, and I'm all for it. And I'll tell you why I'm all for it. Because there's nothing more rewarding than not insulting the intelligence of the viewers. Take note, Vince McMahon. Um, oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. July 23rd, was it? Or 21st, when that man was gone from my WWE life. Maybe it was July 22nd. Best day ever. That's what created Year of the Charles. And we were seven months into it to create Year of the Charles, where you have the bloodline, which is all of Roman's people. Roman... The Usos, Sami Zayn, who is just going to be Entertainer of the Year for me. I'm just telling you guys right now. That he will top that list. Um, and Solo Sokoa versus the brawling brutes of Sheamus, Rich Holland, um, Pete Dunne, who is now Bush, Drew McIntyre. And they announced the fifth member of that's going to be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens was there for the beginning of the bloodline. He got screwed over every time against Roman. He cut out a promo saying on Raw. 
you know, I, I, you cheating against me is what stopped the bloodline from even, or what allowed the bloodline even formulating. It brings back past rivalries, past hatreds. Everybody's been screwed over by the bloodline. Prediction: The bloodline does not win. It's finally the team of whoever, everybody but the bloodline, basically. That's what I'll call them. That's going to get that win. Um, my question is who's going to get the pin and who's going to eat the pin? Because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, they used to be former boys. Now, if Sami Zayn eats the pin, Francisco and Andrew, that's going to lead the beginning, the end of the Sami Zayn experience, and it's going to break my heart. If Sami Zayn gets the win for the team, then you can have Jay Uso, the one who hates Sami but loves Waffle House, be the one who is kind of like getting cast into the dark by Roman. But I think you should have Team Anti Bloodline win. Um, we'll call it Lifeline instead of Bloodline. How about that? We'll have Team Lifeline win. Um, I think you should have Owens really pinning Sammy or Owens pinning Jay just to be that staple mark. You're not, no one's going to pin Roman in that sense. And the good thing is you can get some feuds that come out of this, like Sheamus versus Roman. I could work with that for a Royal Rumble match. Sign me up for a December pay-per-view, but I am excited for it. They booked it well. Owens had hurt his knee at a live show event. So I was a little worried because I thought the only person that could bring in was Riddle because they're past history. But this is what natural unforced down your throat storylines look like and i feel like that's kind of been the problem with h booking the women's raw title because it has not um meshed with me very well especially because bailey kept losing so it says do we have a game plan for this ish or we can go on but i will watch it i'll be excited i will be part of my four-day weekend and then i'll survive and that's all i got for you this week on the cage boys thanks for taking this time with me okay all right well i think that's pretty much it i don't really have much else to say to closes out so happy thanksgiving to everybody out there and we'll see uh next week before we go i'd like to add one thing if that's all right all righty um so i know we're all babies of the 80s and 90s um so we lost uh another big one this year uh, J- uh jason david frank uh aka the green power ranger the white power ranger uh, Red, Red Power Ranger, Ranger from yep. from other series. Uh, he's been a lot of different colors, um, but I think he's like the, you know, if you look back, I would say that he's the Power Ranger because he's been in so many series. He's really embraced the the uh, I don't know being part of that fandom um i don't know so it's 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 sad and especially the way that it happened um i don't know do you guys have any thoughts i have a white power ranger pop right across from me and um i love me some power rangers it's morphin time um i don't know the situation they say it's suicide that's kind of depressing leave on that note for a holiday special episode but what I would tell people is that, you know, the two things I would always tell people, if you know anybody's going through a crisis, it's okay to let them tell them it's okay to open up. And then if there's any situations, call the suicide prevention hotline, especially during the time of the holidays. And then, you know, go, go Power Rangers. It's morphin time. That's the two things I would tell you. All right, guys. I agree. Well, uh, go eat some turkey and, and cheer up, all right? <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Good night, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving, kids.